0: What's that on up a yonder? Why, it looks like two hillbillies talking about mini-trucks to me. Y'all are fixing to listen to the voice of the lowlife. Gather around and revel in the good word of the Lowest Common Denominator podcast.
1: So I have a feeling this is going to be a really fun episode tonight, guys. I feel that
2: in my bones.
1: I'm just going to go ahead and jump right to it. Straight from the hills and hollers of eastern Kentucky, we're fresher than a dozen eggs from a one-legged brown hen. We put the cult in mini-trucking culture. We are your hashtag, Voice of the Low Life. I'm LMC. This is my co-host, Shay Mullins. Ho. Oh. And over here in the corner is mini and extraordinaire, Jeremy Dickerson. Now, the reason Jeremy is back with us is because the last episode, Mini-Truckers with Microphones... Turned out to be the second most popular episode we've ever done. So, you know, we're kind of whores for ratings. Well, I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) And we thought we would bring him back because of that. So, Jeremy, thank you for joining us again and making us relevant. Anytime. Awesome. (laughs) It is nice to have somebody here that
2: actually matters, unlike us. It's also nice to have somebody in here with the least mostly finished truck. (laughs) <laughs> at least mostly finished. At least <laughs> mostly finished. I like that.
1: <laughs> so this is going to be a special episode. Number one, it is Monday evening. It is 8.36 p.m. I am a wonderfully calm person, oh, for yeah. the record. Yeah. At Monday, 8.36 p.m. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted here tonight. But that being said, it is the week... Or we're down less than a week before, sadly, the first truck show that Shay and I have been to. And I guess I don't know about you, Jeremy, but is this going to be the first
0: show of the year for you too? It's going to be the first show in like six years for me. Wow, wow, that's oh, really a, Yes. six years. Yeah, not even just gone by. That's why I've busted my ass on that truck. No, well, I can't really blame you <laughs> for that.
1: Yes, you have. That is the amount of work you have put in in no time at all it's more than is more than I put in in years. It's really impressive. <laughs> It's it's amazing to see that people work like
2: that sometimes. <laughs> I would like to know what that would be like to work on a truck that much.
1: That being said, um what the hell are we talking about tonight? Uh, so this is the episode that we expect a few people will listen to on the way down to Revolution, and this is kind of the we're doing this in such a way to give you some little podcast fodder to listen to while you're hopefully road tripping down with the LCD guys. Yeah, and, and that is something we're doing. We're <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, it's only a matter of time jeremy just waiting for it, it it's coming it's <laughs> coming i have so many
1: stories this weekend
2: but right now i'm smiling i, I tell you what the other day menly probably had the best white castle of our entire life god oh, y'all went was, to white
0: castle yeah. i
1: have not had fast food since february jeremy and and we had to drop a truck off in london and on the way back, we stopped and ate White Castles, and that was the best sex I've had in months. No, no joke. He, he, I'm he, jealous. He basically moaned the entire time. He was was. Oh, I the, probably
0: would have, too. We
2: <laughs> ate
1: outside on the trailer. We properly social distanced and, and blah, 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 blah. But it was amazing.
2: The, the thing that was impressive to me is that uh, White Castle's cheese was actually melted this time. It, hmm. n- it never yeah. happened. Usually it's a cold-ass yeah. piece of cheese on there. So cold-ass <laughs> piece of cheese on yeah, there. I, mean, I don't right. think I've
0: ate White Castle God, I bet you the last time I ate White Castle was probably the first time I'd ever went to Unleashed. Mm. And that's a very long time ago.
2: I, I remember my the first year I went to Unleashed and we ate at White Castle. Was, I think everybody <laughs> at White Castle does that. Uh, I watched two um what I may have been women. Try to fight each other. I thought I was getting myself some entertainment with my club. <laughs> uh, here is my entire Dinner club. The show. Yeah, me and my club are just sitting there watching it. And we got more excited. It was like, man, this is boring. We're going to watch somebody fight now. We can't beat this. <laughs> What were we talking about again? Unleashed was a good show. That's why somebody needs to bring it back. <laughs> yeah, this
1: is this is very much an ADD episode. My uh, my concentration might be a little broke. All right, so this is our Ask Us Anything episode. This is the first time we've ever done this, but the purpose of this episode is we asked you, our loyal eight and a half listeners, to send questions in.
2: So did anybody ask where babies come
1: from? No, 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 no. And and also <laughs> any question about the h word, I just threw out. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> Just, <laughs> just just saying Clinton Megan Perkins just saying uh, alright that's great yeah so anyway we do have some questions and, and this episode you know we we talked about different things we talked about maybe touching base with Steve and stuff like that since his show is this weekend but we're not going to because he's um, swamped right now yeah but there's so many cables over here in the corner and I have to hook up so many cables yeah, it would,
2: when my, I'm pretty sure that he's busy working on and you know and
1: right that now. realistically uh, not being a jerk but that is exactly right is that week before if you've never been there that week before show prep when you are the promoter is the worst is, thing ever oh my god it is the stress level is just out of this world uh, um,
2: it's it's almost like you lose a slice of yourself when you oh no question i don't uh i don't envy him this week I, 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 i'll be honest with you do you remember most of it because I, I it's like a blur it's so hectic no. and you get i spent the whole time with that with a migraine
1: and you know throwing <laughs> 2017 out because i hated it um <laughs> The last time I put on a show was 2015, so those those memories well, do blur I, together. I got
2: a question about that one. Then, if you brought that's that cool. Up. We're not talking to well, I just It's a show prep question. Okay, it's a show. I'll let that slide. Okay, the it was it was was 2017. as stressful
1: more so in a way. Okay, what well, Because that my question. we didn't charge anybody. Uh, However, it cost exactly the same to put on. Well, that's, that's, the same that's insurance hard. the that's same hard. the same comp stuff the same you know blah 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 everything that we would normally pay for and then actually might have even been a little bit more because we added some things that year we had like the stunt bike thing and that was and, cool. and stuff like that, that was pretty neat and yeah. uh and you know we had a couple of bands play and, and we did kick them a little bit of money not a lot but but more than i usually would because one uh the wrong party i thought was really really good and, uh, and I was really stoked to, to have them there. In fact, that's one of the few times people actually came just to listen to the music that weren't at the show for other reasons. For you which know, I kind of thought was cool. the,
2: the first year I went to the uh, H-Word, I had a bunch of random ass friends right with me and people I've known for years. But, you know, they're into some random music and there was some band playing there. That's the reason they came with me. Really? Something Horse, I think, was the name of the band. Dark
1: Horse. Dark Horse. Yeah, that was, a, if I'm not mistaken, it was kind of an AC/DC cover band
2: type thing. I, I have no idea. I didn't listen to any of it. I'm looking at trucks. Dude, I, I don't remember. I could give a fuck what's going on in the background. And, and we drugs. did. We,
1: <laughs> we varied with the band. Some years we had, like, none. Some years we had one. A couple years I had, like, way too many. And and the thing was is some of the bands just totally rocked. The guys were super cool. But then the other end of the spectrum, some were completely needy, especially the emo bands. Oh, I imagine like, so. They would show up in their Subaru wagon. You know, <laughs> with,
2: was they wearing like a Chelsea's grin was shirt they, or was something? But they,
1: <laughs> well, they parked like right in front of the stage. You know, right in the middle of the show. They show up thirty minutes late and it was like, oh. yeah, we need a place to unload our gear. I'm like, I'm giving you all fifty dollars. You know. Dude, I'm doing you all a favor because nobody else is paying you, so you suck. don't come here and be demanding. You yeah. just provide ambient noise. You're going to have six kids that are moshing all by themselves. <laughs> you you know, moshed him on music? A bunch of chicks in Agent Orange shirts cheering you on. And, <laughs> but you know, oh, I love awkward slam dancing. Like, when they shouldn't, shouldn't be moshing. Or, oh, God. Or yeah. even worse, have you ever seen a limp-wristed devil horn? Like... This uh, deal. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was at a Three Doors Down concert. Laugh all you want. They put on a great show.
2: I'll be honest with you. I'd imagine they did. But there was. Like, I've been there.
1: Oh cool. But well, there was like <laughs> some dude in front of me doing the limp wristed devil horns,
2: and and just like, how high was he? Was he well, high or
1: drunk? Which one? Neither. He was fat.
3: Oh. <laughs> but here's <laughs> So the thing. he was hound
1: sugar. He, he kept getting way too Diabetes. close to me, and and just it just really just irked me. Really just irked me, and, and I finally finally kept bumping into me. And I was trying to look over, look over it, and finally he did that. And I said, hey, and he looked at me, I said, I know six ways to break your elbow in less than half a second. Would you get the fuck away from me? <laughs> <laughs> and he did. You're, wow. He did. Wow. Well, The funny thing is, later on in the show, I seen him do the limp wrist to devil horn thing again, but he was only doing it at waist level. Like his horns weren't above his shoulders. Wow.
2: <laughs> Give him devil horns for three doors down? Limp wrist to devil horns. And I you mean. You those guys didn't appreciate it. Oh, like, I imagine it. this is stupid.
1: Yeah. It was like, well, it was in Pikeville, Kentucky. What, what, what genre do you even call them? They're just alternative to me. That's I what I started to say, alternative. alternative. They're, 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 they're definitely not punk, and they sure as hell ain't metal, but but they're a heavier alternative. Yeah, uh, but they're still alternative, though. I mm. can't I, really think of a band I would compare them to. I like their
0: first album better than I did the rest of them. Yeah, same. same so you probably, Kryptonite and stuff. Yeah, on. yeah Kryptonite yeah, yeah, yeah. and Loser and stuff like that. Um,
1: yeah. The uh, I would kind of compare them to Papa Roach.
0: Papa Roach's email,
1: though. Hey, let me t- No, no. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I think they're a little
0: bit heavier than that. They
1: put on an amazing show. Papa Roach? Yeah, I went to see oh, Shinedown once, man. and uh, <laughs> uh, which Shinedown was terrible again. I seen uh, Shinedown 15 years ago when they were rad. And they, ironically, they opened well, when for they were three real, doors down.
2: When they released 45? Was that 15 yeah, years Yeah, and ago? I
1: hate ballads. Okay, that was stupid, but still. Other than that, they were really good. But then, yeah. like, you know, the last couple of years, I went and seen them, and they were not at all uh, but Papa Roach was one of the opening bands, and Asking Alexandria was uh, um, an Asking opening I, band. I still
2: like. I, I liked it. I, I, I still like. Right, I like their new about. stuff even. I thought they were good. Yeah, this I is a mini truck
1: podcast. We talked about music for most of it. Well, you know. So, so anyway, <laughs>
2: ADD go. Uh, so I you know for that playlist, maybe we should put some Rage Against the Machine on it. No. Yeah, Rage Against I the Machine. I don't like. You like rage? Politic metal. Oh, then you don't like anything anymore because that's, that's all it is. No, I don't actually. No, that's fair. <laughs> I don't. That's fair. I like killing oh, the name oh, of. Oh, I love that song. I love that song. Oh, yeah. you like some of the punk music. How is punk not considered political? Because everybody they sing about is now dead. Well, I guess that's true. The kind of punk that I can, listen well, to. Well, <laughs> so Rage is machi- rage Machine is the same case then. <laughs>
1: so today is the Ask Me, we're going to try and wrap this one up quick, I've got, I've got some business I have to go to attend to, so so anyway, today is the Ask Me Anything episode, and we are going to, we of the eight and a half listeners, uh, several of you guys sent in questions, and we told you, because we don't want to be creative tonight, there's too much going on, uh, stress levels are too high, show crunch is too heavy. Blah 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 blah.
2: Well, most people, I, I assume we're going to release it before the show. Right? Completely random. I just got a text message that. <laughs> I got
1: another text message. Let me try this again. I got another text message that was from Harlan Farva, and uh, it looks like he's going to join us on Friday morning. Really? Over, after all, yeah, oh, it looks I like he, yeah. I figured he had to work. Well, I did too, and it looks like he's off. And he asked me if he'd come crash with me on Thursday night. And uh, really? sure, why not? As all long right. as he social distances on my couch. That's right. We're uh, totally fine with that.
2: Of course.
3: <sighs>
2: we might need his help on Thursday. If, if, anyway, if, they, if things go back on the railroad like we, have so many, we have so many so many stories to tell I'll
1: tell you what you want some unfiltered stuff give me a microphone when we're cooking hot dogs on Friday night and, oh that would be hilarious uh, <laughs> well, that's a
0: great idea we're
1: going oh. to have us a little chat <laughs>
0: I think it needs to be done okay. on the way down. I, I'm <laughs> done. I'm done. I'm oh, done. Oh, on the, for,
2: via CB? Let's talk podcast. Oh, oh, that well, reminds me, if, if, if you're all riding with us, if you have a Jeremy. CB, you can join in the fun. Yes,
1: absolutely. Channel 15, and here's something super cool, and I'm going to call him out on it. Awesome Rob Ireland from, well, I'll get to where he's from in a little bit. But he is driving all the way from Illinois uh, with a new feature truck that he purchased. He won't show me what truck it is. I just know it's a former feature truck. Uh, I know it's got a lot of fiberglass work inside, and I know the colors. But he is driving all the way from Illinois to join us at Whitesburg, Kentucky at 9.45 a.m. so that he can leave at 10 with us and go all the way back on the cruise to Revolution. Now, how rad is that? I think and,
0: that's going to be badass. He's really driving
1: cool. like 13 hours just to get here just to ride with us. And, and here's what what inspired me I'm to think that. He put a CB in this feature truck.
2: <laughs> no, I'm serious. He sent me pictures. Wow. So, and, so it, yes. Is it a Cobra? Are, is, it, is it a Cobra? I don't know what it is. Come
1: on, man. Listen, um, <laughs> and, and I'm a CB guy, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's the, weird. Uh, which reminds me, Jeremy, I've got a Cobra 19, an extra one. It's a small factor one. Um, if you would like to borrow it for the road trip and sit on an, a magnet antenna, you can join in on the CB chat along the way because there's no cell phone signal.
0: Sounds uh, awesome in my book. Yeah.
1: Well, Rob, uh, uh, we, we'll talk about the arrangements later. God, this is going to be a fun episode. we are probably need to talk about the schedule, too, let's, let's, on here, just so
2: you know. You know, go
1: ahead, Shay. Give me a minute to think, and you, you go ahead and carry this. Let's talk schedule, and uh, I'll jump in and correct you well, if you are
2: well, we're, we're meeting here in Whitesburg at 10 a.m. Correct. Yes. Okay. And then we're not leaving here until was it ten thirty? Or were we here for an hour? I'm sorry, what? Or how long are we <laughs> how long how long we waiting here? I don't know if we ever did you ever decide? No no
1: no no no. 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 Uh, leaving here at ten o'clock. We're leaving at ten o'clock. So, at 10 o'clock so everybody yeah. needs to be here at nine thirty. Well they can be there whenever. If it's nine fifty nine if it's cool it's cool like that, if for some reason you're a couple minutes late, you know, if you're coming from a ways away and you're five minutes late, I'm not gonna leave you. Uh, But we are in a fairly tight time schedule, all things considered, but we do have some wiggle room in the first half because we're going to leave here at 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And as of right now, I can count, I don't know how many vehicles I can count. I can count six, I think. We'll see. We'll talk about that later. But I think at least six leaving here. At least. It may be as high as 10. 10. And we'll talk about that in a little bit, but we're going to Hazard, Kentucky. Yeah, and we're
2: we're going to be there for thirty, or I think,
1: so. at least fifteen. Uh, my plan was was kind of we get there probably about ten forty five, and yeah, you know, we can we can do that. It'll actually work. We can stay thirty minutes of Hazard if we need to. We uh, were going to meet in the big lots
2: parking lot at Hazard, Kentucky, and uh, we'll just tell everybody that we'll I'll we'll publish this on our page. Uh, that way, everybody knows, and we we'll we'll put have it on a page. Here. I don't know if anybody likes it or not, but this is a good know. chance. If you all want the schedule, it's going to be on our Facebook page. Sure, absolutely. I'm yeah. on it. Oh, cool. Okay, great.
0: So well, I guess we do have one then.
1: Does anybody ever post on it, Jeremy? <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't know. Sweet. You're about as good at Facebook as I am, I'm afraid.
0: I get on their distancy marketplace. That's Dude, literally same. the only oh, reason I own Facebook.
1: I sling S10 parts.
0: You're exactly right. <laughs> I can't can't part with any of mine. I I enjoy having them too much. Same,
1: same, same. We're we're both hoarders.
0: (laughs) I I don't think I I ever sell my audio stuff.
2: You know, it's funny, though,
1: Jeremy. I bet between you and I, I bet we've given parts to six different (laughs) mini-truckers over the last couple weeks just to get them ready for revolution. I would believe it. Yeah, no joke. I actually actually gave one of my buddies that's going with us on Friday, uh, I gave him some doors today to match his truck because he has a white truck but had
2: two primer doors. And uh, so I gave him two white doors. Yeah, yeah, God, absolutely. He really does.
0: I had some white doors at the house.
2: If if if, tr- if there's not a truck there that's multiple colors, I don't know what to do. I'm just gonna be honest with you. It's, it's well, it, it kind know. of pays homage to where you came from. If you don't have somebody with at least three different colors, in well, F two
1: literally has body parts from me, from Jonathan Butler. <laughs> um, it is multicolored. The, fatty. The rental. We talking about the rental? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, r- F two rental. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So. Uh, anyway, that being that being said, you know so I'm, not, I'm only cussed once so far. By the well, way, don't fucking worry, I'll take care of that. Oh, oh god, <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I hate that we don't do the chicken noise anymore. I've got several I thank yous though.
2: I enjoy the chicken I, noise. It I think the chicken smile. noise is funny, but that, apparently no one else cared
1: for it. Well, chicken the problem noise. is, I think we cuss so much that there's a lot of chicken noise. It just sounded like bestiality porn. It, it probably did. <laughs> 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 what? Uh,
2: that's a rough okay. that's a rough shit. <laughs> no pun intended. You know cool. you know what I can go for right now? Chicken? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we're, we're staying in
1: Hazard for 30 Moon minutes. Move <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so leaving Weisberg at 10 o'clock. We're all going to gather up here at the old Weisberg High School, which is right on Kentucky 15. Uh, it's right on the four lane. It's where the H-word light was held, if that helps anybody give an idea of where it's at. We're going to meet there. And, yes, we do have room for big trailers to turn around in it. They yes, were absolutely. doing a summer eating program or summer feeding program, which was super cool here, but that actually wrapped up this last week. Oh, did it? Uh, yeah, so they don't, they're not doing it, so it should be good and uncrowded on a Friday. That's never really crowded on a Friday. You know, there are some employee cars there, but but the upper parking lot should be completely empty. Yeah. Uh leaving here at ten o'clock. Hopefully no no breakdowns, no emergencies. We get to Hazard Shit. by ten forty five. Yeah, knock on wood, but I don't want to make the, the microphone go, Yeah that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't want to make mine do exactly what Jeremy just did. You're welcome. You're, yeah. <laughs> so
2: okay, so we're, we're going to Hazard. Going to Hazard. Uh
1: would love to be at Hazard at Big Lots there by about ten forty five. Hang out at least fifteen minutes. I need to double check what we put in writing because we'll stick with it. But it may have been leave at eleven fifteen. I can't imagine staying in Hazard for thirty minutes though. I can't either because there's only three or four people joining there.
2: I I, I, know we're staying in London a longer period. (laughs) At least
1: an hour because if we just let's say we left Hazard at eleven o'clock, okay? Mm -hmm. If we leave Hazard at eleven, we should be in London twelve twelve fifteen, give or take. Mm -hmm. Let's say twelve fifteen. Because I think. I think it takes me roughly two hours to get from Weisberg to London. But, you know, I drive like an old woman, too. You do? I do. And, you and, and well, you know, you old do. truck, old man, old one, whatever. <laughs> I, mean, I drive I, a two, I, too, so. I know. I don't,
2: it don't matter. My truck has like 300,000 miles on it, and I'll drive like 70, 80 miles an hour. In you're it. dangerous. <laughs> I, I don't trust mine. <laughs> hey, I, I don't You like. only live once. I'm going down the blaze of glory.
1: <laughs> I don't like. flames and everything. I don't like riding with you. You're scared.
2: <laughs> you're you're scared. Yeah, Lee's got a good dose of my driving. Uh huh. Yeah, we spun uh-huh. around in someone's yard. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't. Wait. I wasn't bothered by. Did we? It. Yeah, we did. What? We, we lost traction. It was we, wet. We did. What happened? I, I just shifted gears and took off. I don't care.
1: I've like, I've tried my best to just remove that from my memory, but. Oh man, the therapy's not
3: working.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, let's get back to topic. Here. So we,
2: we, we we're out. We're We're out there in uh, twelve fifteen. you said, right. Yeah.
1: And, and we're gonna meet there in the Coles slash Burks slash uh, Planet Fitness parking lot because we figure right there at that time during the day that'll probably be, you know. Everybody's got their Ray done shopping done in the morning, so they're not going to be at, at, at like uh, uh, Marshall's or anything like that. Well, you know, it's a good place to be anyways.
2: If, if you have to get some food for your cooler, right there's a Kroger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot
1: the Kroger's right there. And that is, that's kind of interesting. There's so there's gas. gas. There's cheap gas. That's probably the cheapest gas in London. Yep. And it's the right direction. We're all coming in. We can hit a lot to cut left, and then we're going right when we come out. There's also so, a Baskin-Robbins, and there's my fat ass is going over there. Uh, <laughs> with a built-in Dunkin' Donuts. Remember that.
2: Yeah, I mean, ice cream and donuts. Right there. Mm, boy. <laughs> and, but
1: then there's several fast food restaurants right there, and there's a Walmart across the road, so we figure kill an hour there, meet and greet and BS with people. If you want to grab lunch, cool. If you want to fill up, cool. If you want to grab something to drink, or like you said, something for the cooler, that would be rad. Then my plan, and I've been looking at different maps, we're going to take a little bit of a scenic road for like 10 miles. Uh, it's a relatively straight road. There are some nice gentle curves. There's nothing up and down, but it's 229. We'll take that from London, and that lets us bypass Corbin because Corbin has a ton of stoplights in it, it and does. stuff. So this will come out on the east side of Corbin right on 25E, so we and won't have to deal with that traffic. Having and, no
2: air conditioning and driving through Corbin is probably one of the worst things And I know most
1: ever. of the Corbin people oh, are just in. going yeah. to just drive the, you know, the 10 extra minutes and meet us in London is kind of what I figured. Some of them, I think one or two, may be meeting us on the way. I think Alan Williams will be meeting us on the road. Uh, But he can just blend in as we drive by. You know, we don't actually have to make the stop there. We'll probably cut through the Manchester Walmart parking lot. It depends who's with us. For example, if, you know, one of our buddies comes with a 40-foot flat trailer, which we'll talk about off the air, I don't want to say him by name because it would bind him, you know, I don't want to put him out. But one of our buddies may be showing up with a 40-foot two-car. That's a tiny trailer. If he shows up. We're not going to go to the Walmart parking lot because yeah, that Walmart not. in Manchester can't handle it. Hell, they can barely handle the tractor trailers that come for Walmart, and even then it's a disaster. There's speed bumps and hills. So if it's just us with single cars and actually driving vehicles like Jeremy does, because supposedly people do that, because uh, they still have nice backs and it's only way to air, have one, don't man. need air conditioning.
0: Yeah, they, they uh, have those tolerances still. Two windows and 45 mile an hour. 45 <laughs> miles an hour. I've never it, drove 45 miles an hour. It's a 2-2 it two two two. on 20s. You can't expect much. I, I understand 100%. Is it a is stick shift or an automatic? It is a stick shift. If oh, it was God. automatic, I'd probably hit 55. <laughs> Okay, You so, know,
2: the only time I ever rode around in a 2.2, uh, we had to turn the air conditioner off to go uphill. I Just, would believe that. I've
1: told you my story. I'm driving to Showfest in Greenville, Mississippi in 2004 in my bagged 2.2 automatic Sonoma hitting on three cylinders, right? Oh,
2: my God. And would it make like five horsepower? We
1: got caught pretty much.
2: <laughs> we got
1: caught in road construction, like before you get to Memphis, between uh, Brownsville and Memphis, Tennessee, or Jackson and Memphis, and we couldn't run the air conditioner because the truck would overheat. I didn't know at the time it was just hitting on three cylinders when the coil packs was bad. You know, it was 2004. I'm 22, 23 years old. Honestly, I was dumb. I look at somebody young like Jeremy. When he was 23, he could, you know, change all that stuff. Me, nope. nope. <laughs> Not a prayer. If it had broke down, I would just, just cried beside the side of the road and just let it in fire. A <laughs> well, anyway, so we drove it. I think the round trip was 1,472 miles. Jesus, All the way God, down, down to the trip. Mississippi River Delta. a very
0: long trip. In a 2.2. 2. In a 2.2. 2. And
1: Dad and I in the extended Cab 2.2. Right. So two big dudes Your poor in dad. this baby little truck, you know. Your poor Dad. And the funny thing is, is when I got to Show Fest, going on like a Thursday wasn't really in vogue in 2004. That's something that's kind of started in just the last few years for people to show up days early. Back then, everybody rolling a Friday, you know. And so we got to Show Fest, got to Greenville, Mississippi, never been before in 2004. Don't know where in the blue hell we're at we're looking around, there's not a truck inside. Like, nothing. I'm like, what in the world? Did, did we get the weekend wrong? <laughs> I was so afraid that I'd schedule this massive trip. Well, it wasn't little, like you could
2: check the internet for it.
1: No, I mean, I, we didn't have no smartphones back then. No. You know, it, was, it was flip phones and stuff. And there was no jumping on anything. I, I, guess, the,
2: I guess the fastest thing, Nokia. Like a single color Nokia phones.
1: But... Like a like a 918 or a 6352 yeah. or something. Yeah, Yeah, something
2: like that. That's about all you
1: had. Uh, 5100 series. Something like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, phone <laughs> geek. But anyway... That being said, <laughs> with my you know mall purchased cherry blossom cover on it, <laughs> <laughs> but it, but anyway that be, that be it. and my name be dazzled on the back. That being but said, dazzled. yes. <laughs> that being that being said, so we're driving around. Uh, I think it's eighty or sixty, whatever the main drag through uh, Greenville, Mississippi is, and we're just looking around like nothing. And we cut it in an AutoZone parking lot, and as we're pulling out. I see a bagged full size. Oh, I'm but like, you felt so much thank better. God. <laughs> and, and I immediately hit the switches. Yeah, you know, at that point, and you probably remember my old uh, Blitzluff valves, Jeremy. They were the loudest valves in yes. history. They barked. They oh man. They didn't they didn't hiss, they barked They <laughs> really the <laughs> yeah, yeah, weirdest sound like ever. Awkward. And not only that, but I had them yeah. pointing straight up in the bed like a pipe organ. So they were, I know it was. It was
0: 2004.
2: So I when make it rained, this, when it rained, it rained directly. Into your yeah. House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did actually. Oh, At what point? How did long you, did those last? Yes, I, not long. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway,
1: actually, they lasted forever. I think. I think somebody around here still has them. Really? Wow. Blitzluffs were amazing valves, but they sound like you were like you know, fisting a duck. It's when like dropping a 5 g-
0: or f- dropping a bowling ball. Into a bucket of water.
1: Really? It, it, yeah. Well, anyway, huh. blah, 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 blah. So I seen this cat, and I hit, the, I hit the dumps, and, you know, just you know loud dumps. And he looked at me and had, like, the same look in his face, like, looking around. And we just both kind of nodded, and then it was okay. You know? Did you go talk to that dude? You know, it was funny, and I didn't. And i tell you what, he probably wouldn't have talked to me anyway. Because I was on 15-inch player wires with gold nipples and gold spinners. I don't know that was and, considered uh, the thing
2: then, though in right. 10 I love years Wires. before
1: no by 04 <laughs> they were still pretty dated really but i loved them you know but you keep in mind though a lot of my interests come more from the low rider side of things the traditional low rider side of
2: things well that was the 90s
1: yeah, yeah i mean that's when i was that's when i was in it even the mini truck nationals when i started going in the mid to late 90s you had tons of low lows there you know tons of them and that's why i have such a kinship with like clint and stuff like that you know i don't speak their language as well but I'm such a wannabe, you know. <laughs> like, I, you know, I always wanted a Reds hydraulic sticker. I didn't really necessarily want juice. I just wanted the sticker, you know.
2: <laughs> I, if I if I wanted juice, I would I would three wheel everywhere hey, as I go.
1: There was something I was saving to the end of the show. But uh, but my ADD often kicks in. And then we're going to jump into those questions because, again, this is supposed to be a quicker episode. And, and we're all kind of talkative and rambling tonight. So it would be a four-hour episode before I know it. I'm trying to cut it to an hour.
3: Okay. <clears throat> anyway. Hey, see
1: <laughs> we'll see how that goes for you. Okay. This is going to be an interesting weekend. Um, and, and this is what this kind of made me think about that. It has nothing to do what I'm going to say. It doesn't really have anything to do with this weekend. But it's just kind of a, a personal thing. So, like, here recently there's been a couple of local mini truckers and i've been trying to help out a little bit and stuff and this is not a toot toot look at me thing um i don't care about that you know i don't care if they ever give me any credit or anything but i have slung a few parts their way because i want to see them get on the road and stuff now granted these trucks are varying in levels of complexity you know i mean of course here in Letcher county you've got Jeremy dickerson and everybody else kind of falls below him but uh you know there's some 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 of the trucks and i'm trying to say this Or on the low end and stuff like that. And and I'm not tooting my own horn for trying to give these guys a hand, not at all. And there's no other way to say this, though, without prefacing it like this. So this weekend, guys, and, and I know some of you guys that are listening are the creme de la creme. I mean, I know some of the guys listening to this podcast, for some reason we have attracted of the eight and a half listeners, Man, we have some pretty respected people, and we have some people with cover trucks. We have some people that have been in the scene for 20-plus years. Uh, We have people that are widely respected, that you can go anywhere in the country and say their name, and somebody immediately is going to say, oh, that guy's awesome, or that girl is awesome, or whatever. So here's a task. Here's a challenge, if you will. We'll call it kind of the LCD friendship challenge, and I'm going somewhere with this. I've been thinking about it a lot here recently. The kids that show up this weekend that have the two, three drop. They may have the rusted out cab corners. I have those. They have yeah, got plenty of those too. <laughs> they, they have some silly sticker, like locally hated, uh, I hate that sticker. Illest, uh, send it, you know, stuff like that. Pill, something that you can get pill from like, peel them for something that you can get from any eBay vendor. That's trying to do JDM style stickers with no copyright. I'm not making fun. Listen, hear me out here. This seriously, this weekend at this show, You know, you're going to see a bunch of kids like that. You're going to see a bunch of guys and gals like that. Don't make fun. And I I know that sounds stupid, and I'm not preaching. Boy, it sounds like I'm preaching, though.
2: Kind of does, yes. Don't
1: suck me. (laughs) He's in the zone. See, Jeremy knows me. Jeremy knows me. (laughs) Don't make fun of these cats, because there's going to be some stuff down here this weekend that's going to be mind-blowing. There's going to be some of the most famous trucks in the United States, not just East Coast. Some of the most famous feature trucks and historical trucks in the entire United States are going to be at this show this weekend. But there's also going to be the Sintiq kids. There's going to be the Illus kids. There's going to be, what, 10 years ago we would have called the Dragon Destroy kids there. Do you think we have some Dragon Destroy kids? Don't make fun of them. Easy. Don't make fun no, we of No, I'm, I'm <laughs> not ready to be sung down yet. Quit. Don't make fun of these people. Just go up and say, hey, you know, hey, good start. Or, you know, I like what you're doing. Can I give you a little advice? Or, you know, that's really cool what you've done there. I've seen this done a different way. Hey, let me show you my truck. This weekend, make it a challenge. Make it the LCD Friendship Challenge. Don't don't go over and just and, be a dick. And yeah, don't laugh be a dick, and laugh, and But what you lap, should do is lap, offer
2: them a better sticker.
1: I'm going to punch you in the penis.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you not see them at my pulpit <laughs> right now? <laughs> Uh, Ride the penis. <laughs> okay, Brother Lee. That, that being said, I could live up to the sinister minister of the mini truck and call a name. Yeah. That being said, in all sincerity, man, just go over and introduce yourself. Don't sit there over your fucking Dose and, and and act like you're an elitist holier than thou. Because I promise you, 20 fucking years before that, you were right there with those kids. Yeah. I sure as hell was. I was right there with those kids sitting there at the corner of the car wash listening to the OGs tell stories, and you know what? Those are some of the best memories of my life. And the fact that once or twice in my life, some absolute legend or OG, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, Andy Serginis talked to me when my uh, Sonoma was on 15-inch wires, and it wasn't even a static drop yet. I had a couple of 15-inch subs in the back. I had 15-inch Dayton's. And that was it. I didn't even have a cow hood in the in the god awful Tiger Stripe primer or anything back then. I Had a few stickers, had some spokes, and that's it. What was and, you know, this what Andy, sticker?
0: Was in was the style. Yeah?
1: Uh, I had a styling Concepts windshield banner. I remember was that the
0: before sti- the Subterra sticker.
1: Yeah, the Subterra sticker, the club sticker, never come on until I was bagged.
0: So I always love that sticker. But it's, a, I, I did it's t- a good
1: looking sticker. I need to get a tattoo of that. But anyway, back to my thing, guys. If y'all listen here, just make it a point this weekend. You're going to see yeah. some trucks, man. That that you don't know the story behind. You don't know that this kid might not have literally spent the last 300 bucks or 500 bucks he had just to buy the truck, and he's nickel and diamond to get it ready just for this show. Or or maybe a a, a young wife and a young husband, a new couple just achieve their dream of having a truck for the first time ever and maybe it's got some styling cues that you do or don't like but don't just sit over in the damn corner and drink your fancy beer beside yeah. your cover truck
2: and yeah. make fun of these people go talk to them i would like to question uh, the what kind of beer do you call a fancy not a damn, because I think it's all white trash. <laughs> I just I had to ask. I had to ask. Alcohol is stupid. You know my feelings on that.
1: And this is not the night to you ask, know, ask me. You know, <laughs> this is not, not the night to ask do, me. Do, do we have elitist Shit, yeah, yeah, we got elitist. Absolutely. They,
2: they, they're. Do they think they're elitists? Now,
1: that being said, a quantifier here, anybody that listens to this podcast, I don't think, and I'm, I'm actually been serious, I don't think there's a single person that actually listens to us that I would consider of that crowd because we have some unbelievable legendary people that listen to us among the eight and a half listeners. But they're all down to earth, man. I mean, think of the people that saying, we I have spoke to. I don't know if I've met any elitists. Oh, I have. I, I've, I've met people I want, to, I want to just knock the shit out of. Oh, there's what, what, what people, it, there there's a truckers? couple I've told them. Yeah, I don't. I don't talk to anybody between any truckers. <laughs> does that time out? Does That's... that make me an elitist? <laughs> did I just? Did I just become a hypocrite on that?
3: Yeah. Anyway, okay, but, wrap it up. Uh, well, you
1: sung me down. You, you took me from my podium here. Okay, but so but well, final, well, I to, shut up. Uh, final, <laughs> final thing. That being said, make it a point to reach out to somebody this weekend. At our cookout on Friday night, we are doing this not because you want to, you know, we're just not letting in the elite of the elite. We're letting in anybody that is there for the show. That's it. If you're there to enjoy this common hobby or the scene with us or whatever the hell you want to call it, that's fine. Reach out. Give somebody a kind word or some good Constructive criticism, because a lot of people just don't know. Or parts. Parts. Hell, yeah. Hey, I see your Euro tail light is cracked. Yep, yep. You know. And then you think, I'm not rock the you know Euros personally in a couple of years. I've got to set my garage. Hey man. I actually do. Do you want these? You know, I I have Euros on one truck, and then I have uh, set land in the garage too. I think. <laughs> sometimes they look good. Sometimes they don't. You know. Uh, it depends on what you like. Which man. reminds me, I got a funny story for another time. But <laughs> remind me of the generation four Euro Caltech taillight story at some point.
2: That
3: sounds
1: awful. Artie cooked, Jeremy. Artie cooked. I remember Artie. Yeah, well I've got a good good tail story for you. But but anyway it's been years. So that's ago. it. That's that's <laughs> I've been I've been thinking about that. I just want to share that. This weekend, this is a weekend of, of brotherhood and dare I say sisterhood. Um, reach out. You know, show somebody they're appreciated. I told a cat today, and 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 he is somebody just getting his start. He's rolling with us Friday, and for some reason, it kind of made me feel a little weird. He said, "Man, thank you for inviting me." He said, "I'm I'm honored that you know you want to want want me with you." I said, hmm. "Dude, you're one of us. One you're welcome wherever us. the hell I am. You're
2: one of us." So it means you get to do the cult stuff with us. Oh, no, so right moving right. on along. <laughs> 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 let's do some questions
1: we have I, I picked four we had a few more than that but I picked four that I thought were pretty good questions now I'm just going to kind of moderate that. I'm glad Jeremy's here because my mind is not exactly
2: with us tonight yeah, you don't reckon <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what I was thinking about <sighs> Anyway. You're going to make it worse. I'm an enabler. I don't know why to... people think it's going to calm someone down. I'm trying my best to be calm. <laughs> I'm calm. We'll, I'm we'll calm. hear it after the podcast. Oh, absolutely. He's going to be really building nope, up. Nope, going to go some... hit the gym. <laughs> Might
1: I'll be the, a good thing. I'll hear the whole thing. So gym, anyway. <laughs> okay, no, seriously, this this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have four questions. This is our Ask Me Anything episode, because I did not want to be creative this episode, and you're too busy to be creative Let's do this. I'm just going to kind of moderate. Uh, I probably, I see maybe one answer here that I'm going to jump in on. But I'm going to ask these questions, and I really, we're doing the Ask Me Anything, but I'm going to let you guys kind of run with them. So is there any particular way you'd like me to do this? No, I mean, because no I got really? four questions. I Damn. put them I put them in order in which I received them. I figure that, that was the easiest way to do it in all sincerity. And hmm. I'm going to ask this question, and I'll read it verbatim, and I'm going to let you all answer it. You cool with that? Yeah. Let's start out. Sure. So we're good to go, and and you guys can do it in however fashion you want. This first question is from one of the eight and a half. uh, Cameron Chase Thacker from Pikeville, Kentucky, and and he actually has a really rad S10 there in Pikeville, and and he's one of the many truckers there. What color is it? I think his is the baby blue one.
2: No, oh, I like that one. His,
1: I can't remember if his is the baby blue one or the dark blue one. His buddy, I think Tim, and I get them mixed up when I'm talking to him online and, and blah, 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 blah.
2: I know people buy their trucks. That's about all. Yeah. yeah. Not, not really good at names. When so, someone paints their truck, I'm like, are you a different person?
1: So I'm going to read his question because <laughs> I thought it was super cool. Uh, read verbatim, okay? Go ahead. What is the worst you have had your truck bottomed out or stuck on the frame or just a situation being broke down on the side of the road? This question comes to mind Jesus because a couple of months ago, I dropped off the pavement. It was dark in a holler that I didn't know. Oh, God. I bottomed the frame out, and it took about an hour to get someone to bring a chain to pull me off the pavement. Crying emoji. That,
3: that's a... I was panic.
1: blocking a one-lane road. I basically dropped the truck off the pavement while trying to turn around. Thanks, guys.
2: There's your first question, Is this y'all. truck static dropped? Maybe. Mm, that sucks. That does. That sucks. I'd hate to be stuck in a one-lane road. No and shit. They fucking suck. <laughs> Uh, probably the worst thing, I, the first time I dropped my truck, I dropped it um, seven, eight inches in the front. The tires, Yeah, the tires, you, if anybody knows a Ranger, the camber on it was literally it was riding on sidewalls. I believe that. It looked yep. fucking sweet. But it, <laughs> <laughs> but it could barely turn. And uh, that was a valuable lesson because I literally could hardly get out of the driveway. I had to do it like a six-point turn. Wow. Yeah. It looked cool, though. Your cool. story sucks. Go yeah. ahead, Jeremy, because that, I'm, I'm going to put Shay to shame. Oh, no, I, I got more. I, I got, got more, more broken com- down times. I mean, come on.
0: Oh, I have plenty of stories, but I, I want to thank the worst one. Well, I don't even know which one you consider the worst. Okay, I'll tell you a good one. It mm. was actually funny, mm. but pretty shitty in a way.
3: Mm.
0: I got the big bride ideal on my anniversary that. Me and Toshi was going to take my S10 to Gatlinburg. Hmm. Well, we get about halfway down, almost to Morristown, and decide that uh, I'm going to back up and turn, make it a quick turn. Well, in the process of that, I'm backing up and I blow a airbag right beside the road. Nobody around me, I mean nobody. And luckily, a little tire shop is set right there across the road from the flea market. I asked that dude, I said, do you have a 4x4 four four block? And he had a 4x4 four four block, and he said, what are you going to do with that? And I said, I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. I said, I'm going down the road, one way or another. <laughs> so I literally raised the truck up, I removed the bag, I wedged the 4x4 four four in between the bag cups, I took a ratchet strap, I ratchet strapped my upper control arm and my lower control arm together, I tied up the slack, and down the road we went.
2: <laughs> that, that rode
0: great, didn't it? Oh, man. It it, <laughs> it rode like a Cadillac. As <laughs> long
2: as as
0: as long as you didn't hit
2: a bump. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, when, after I dropped the rear end of my truck, the um, the frame, and I didn't notch it or anything. And every time I hit any bump, that <laughs> includes going across railroads, clang. And, you know, I had like 1,000 pounds of speakers in the back. So when it clanged, I really thought my truck was going to jump off the ground it smack it so hard. So wow. that rear end had dents in it from hitting my frame. Dead serious. Yeah. 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 I wasn't smart when I started out. I think I don't think anybody really is, but I really wasn't. Uh, May
1: 2004, if you will, join me in a little bit of a time warp. I'm driving the Sonoma. The Sonoma that has set my garage since May 2004. Million pieces. In a million pieces and put a few shops out of business in the process. A few? More uh, than a few. Not, yeah, more yeah, than a few. A
0: few. <laughs>
2: a few. More than
1: a few. It's more than yeah, it's more than a few. That being said, May 2004, thousand oh four. I'm on my way through the to the Carter County Cruisers. Labor Day cruise in or Memorial Day cruise in or whatever holidays in May. I guess it's Memorial Day. I'm driving through Flemingsburg, Kentucky, like a bat out of hell because I'm running late. A lot of people in Flemingsburg. I'm eight.
3: <laughs> we got more I, listeners
1: than once in a I'm there. hitting hills, small, sweeping hills through farm country. And as I hit the bottom of one of these hills, my foot goes to the floor. The engine red lines. I know exactly what happened. For the third time since I owned that truck, and keep in mind that was a one owner. Two point two automatic Sonoma, my grandfather bought new, and I bought off of him. For the third time, the flywheel busted under my feet.
0: Wow! So it busted a flywheel. My Two point two. It my makes that much. Enough, the enough third
1: time it busted. How I'm going it? seventy miles an hour, legit. Going seventy miles an hour, I'm flying for about all that truck's worth. Foot goes to the floor, tack red lines. I said, "Oh, not good." So now all of a sudden I go from 70 at the bottom of the hill to coasting up the hill. i am still got a pretty good sp- uh, clip of speed, but there's no shoulder anywhere. We're in farm country. I'm a lot more likely to see a tractor than I am anything else. There That's is perfect. a gas station at the bottom of the last hill that I passed, but it's out of sight. I'm coasting up this hill wondering what the hell I'm going to do. When I get to the top of the hill, I notice a closed, I think it was an Amish market. Probably is... Amish market has a um, concrete pad. I have a quick decision to make. What do I do? So I veer as hard as I can into the concrete pad, jump the concrete pad, bend one of my wire wheels, one of my players, oh. and skid to a stop. I'm, I'm lying. It wasn't the players. It was the, uh, uh, the, 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 the 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 chrome steelies I had, Jeremy. You remember those? The baby moons? The baby moons, yeah. I remember that. Bend one and skid to a stop. So now it's 6.30 p.m. It's, you know, May. So it's kind of a muggy, not crazy hot evening. I am standing around in the middle of nowhere looking at my options. Truck is DOA. And what do I do? I have a flip phone. That was back then the end when we had flip phones. It has no signal. So I'm looking around, looking around, realizing there's nothing I can do. So I take off walking. Walking down the first hill, up the next hill. Walk down the next hill, the gas station is closed. Keep walking. Finally, on top of a hill, halfway between God and country, I get cell phone signal. I managed to get a phone call out to my dad. I said, Dad, I'm, I'm stranded. What do I do? At that time, we don't have a trailer. You know, he had just bought the Silverado, the gold truck that I drive. So he said, okay. He said, I'll come get you. And he has to go bum a trailer. And at that point, you know, it's... I don't know what time it is, but he never gets on the road until like 9 o'clock <clears> at night. I uh, had this, this POS uncle that happened to have expensive race cars, and he borrowed a trailer off of him. So Dad hooks a trailer up and heads my way. Well, that's 9 o'clock at night. I'm roughly three hours away. 2 o'clock in the morning, I don't see my dad anywhere. I'm I'm actually worried about him. So 2 o'clock in the morning, I walk back to that one hill that I had signal on. Before, right before I got to it, my phone rang, and it's my dad. He said, hey. He said, I'm back on the road. I'm in Jackson. Now, Jackson is only an hour north of Weisberg, northwest Weisberg. I said, okay, what's going on? And this is a true story, Jeremy. I don't know if I've ever told you this. I don't think I've heard this story. He said, well, I just seen a guy get killed. I said, well, what the hell? Are you okay? He said, I'm fine. He said, I'm, I'm totally fine. But a couple hours ago on 205, the little two-lane road between uh, uh, Van, Cle- Van Cleave, I think? Uh, between Jackson and, and, like, West Liberty and stuff, or between Lee City, a uh, little two-lane road, Dad was coming up with the trailer. had just turned on 205, and there was a minivan in front of him. And a guy on a cruiser bike was coming the opposite direction. And whether intentionally or not, and Dad said at this point he still doesn't know, the guy swerved right into the van in front of him and killed him instantly. Some interesting stories about that night. When that wreck happened, first of all, I was terrified. My dad had to go bum a trailer. What? What if? What if he was five minutes early, two minutes early, one minute, thirty seconds early? Would that have been him? In that? In that? Well, anyway, this cat literally, you know, crashed a cruiser bike into the front of the minivan in front of my dad's truck with this new trailer that you know he hadn't pulled yet, so you didn't know the nuances of it. The lady driving the minivan was on oxygen. She—that's all he remembers. She wasn't harmed, but he told me some interesting stories about that. They got out, and, of course, Dad, former state trooper, he immediately got out, you know, checking the guy, and he was, he was DOA. Uh, when the cops got there, finally, they found about $20,000 in cash and quite a few prescription medications on this cat in his jacket, literally twenty grand. Wow. Before that happened, there was a, and this is, don't laugh, this ain't a joke, Shay. I mean, hell, you can laugh because you're an asshole like I am, well, but, but... but there was a Pentecostal revival going on at right across the creek when this happened. They all seen it happen, too. And they all come over and formed a prayer circle around this dead body. I know you'd laugh. Good, good job appreciating culture, man.
2: Was, and, was, uh, hold on. I have a question. Was is it, If it was a revival, were they trying to bring him back from the dead? Well, you know, that would be the logical thing, yeah. Oh, okay. Which one sure. And, and, and zombies and and sure.
1: Zombies. Legit. Legit. And, and, and Dad tells me the stories about it. But literally, I mean, he was within seconds of that being him. And who knows what the hell hey, would have happened. So hey,
2: he, he would find him over the dude. He finally
1: comes day. get me. Middle of the night. We make it home by dawn. But that's a true story. And uh, he rescued me off the side of the road. That's a fucked wow. story. I'm, a fuck. I'm
2: sorry that doesn't... That is a fucked story. That is story, an emotional dude. story, Lee. Why, why would you run that? That was that was fucked, man. Oh, that's real fucked.
0: <laughs> I had never heard that story, that, that, though. That's what uh, sto- I it. That's
1: True story, man. True story. That is fucked. He, uh, wow. By my, by my... You know, hell, I, I always think about that. What have I called... 15 seconds earlier, 30 seconds earlier. Just what if I'd offset? What if I got signaled just a few minutes earlier? You know, it's just scary shit,
2: man. Scary shit. Yeah. Well, so, I, that's a true story. I, I got stuck in the snow many a time. Congratulations, though. man. That that's, totally compares what I, I mean. said. I, Lee kind of really ruined it for the rest of us. Man. <laughs> well, we, I, I don't say, have
1: a story that can top that one. I, I don't, I well, don't see, either. Well, see, I've got a story that's right up in the, that same alley. Do you want another one of mine, or do you uh, want me to shut up? Uh, is it I, depressing, too? I'm not. I'm pr- <laughs> Yes. I'm probably not going to respond to the other questions, but I did want to get those out. Let me tell you another story. No, this one's not depressing. Okay, this is, good. This God, is, I can't
2: handle no one. That's awful. The
1: uh, So this one is at Maggie Valley a couple years ago. I, I know this one. You know this one. I know, you know this one. This one. Uh, 2016, to be, to be exact, May 2016. So I decided to take the orange truck, the uh, Dukes of Hazzard truck that I have. That that was a heritage truck. Ah,
2: blah, blah, blah. Why'd you say the, that word? The, the H-word truck. There's going to be a peccop that,
1: that I actually purchased yep. back off of the gentleman that won it. That yeah, anyway, I uh, bought
2: truck.
0: Way to go, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: an enabler. I can't help myself. But anyway, <laughs> I really
1: can't. But anyway, that being said, so I'm driving the orange truck, and I go down several days early, actually. At that point, Mom and Dad, they have a little tiny house there in Pigeon Forge. Uh and I, I go down there and stay there sometimes. Well I went down there a few days early and I'm just bumming around, really having a big old time. Uh of course some jerk frat boy leaned out the window of his SUV and called me a racist when he sent <laughs> me drive. Dude, of all the damn people <laughs> I know me. Pigeon.
2: Pigeon Fours though. I mean oh, I mean right, it's literally absolutely. the that's the deep a, south.
1: Abs- absolutely. So <laughs> so so anyway, so anyway, I know of all well, uh, and they're, people they're, are
2: stupid. They're south of the Mason Dixon line. I mean like
1: Well anyway, <laughs> that being said, um, I don't so, understand. yeah, so I'm just bumming around Pigeon Forge having a big old time. And it's so funny. That truck was so fun because people would stop you and make you stop and take pictures with it and stuff. And, and it was, it was well, hilarious. Everybody likes the Duke's Hazard. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, anyway, that being said, <laughs> so I get to Maggie. So I'm bumming around Pigeon Forge and I know the truck needs an oil change. I don't think it had one since the H word. Um, so I, I go to the Chevy dealership. The actual, instead of taking the cheap way out, I go to the honest to god Chevy dealership because there's a couple other things I wanted done. I wanted them to check the axle, you know, check the diff fluid and stuff like that. And and they gave me the 21-point inspection and charged me an arm and leg for it. But but they have, in writing, that they, they checked everything. Anyway, I always try to keep things in writing. But anyway, um, so they checked the diff fluid and all this good stuff. And I'm driving around, make it to Maggie Valley, and I trailered it from Pitcher Forest to Maggie Valley, uh, unloaded it driving around town going up the hill there between maggie valley and uh cherokee and i start hearing a kind of what the hell is that and you know i think you know it's 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 breaks. it's you know maybe metal to metal or something it's starting to get a little squeaky and as i'm going up the hill starting to get a little louder ee,
3: ee, 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 ee.
1: Like, what, the, what is that and i make it up to the top of the mountain there to the overlook tower and I said, I don't know what's going on, but I need to go back. Now it's dusk, it's Friday night, and I'm literally between a tourist town full of mini-truckers, most of which are probably already inebriated, mm-hmm. and cool. a tourist town on the other side full of gamblers, most of which are probably inebriated. I mean, was there a sober person in the entire city?
3: <laughs> <Me>.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess you were so, the only one. But it's ironic, because this happens in front of Popcorn Sutton's old shack. That but is, it, but anyway, uh, it is actually. But anyway, which is doubly funny because at one point years before that, Dad and I took a picture of Whitey there in the same (laughs) exact place. Well, anyway, so I'm coming in the mountain, and the, the, the ink, ink, ink becomes a clank, clank, clank. I said, oh, this is not good. And all of a sudden, there's a pop, and the truck locks up. My rear end seized up because the Chevy dealership, even though they signed off on it, never even touched the diff. Uh, at all, they never checked the drain plug. It, uh, plug. it was still, or the the fuel plug, it was still rusted shut, and uh, they just signed off on it. So it was good enough. So the front main seal of the axle had come loose and was flinging fluid out, and it ran dry and, and seized the uh, uh, the pinion up, or the ring up. So anyway, it's dead, completely dead in the middle of the road, and uh, I had a passenger with me, and I said, you know, get out now because I'm literally in the middle of a blind curve." on the road between Maggie Valley full of drunken mini-truckers and Cherokee, North Carolina, full of drunken gamblers. It's dusk, you can't see, and it looks blind both sides. I don't have any flares with me. I don't have any reflectors with me, I, 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 I'm, and I'm, I'm panicking. So I get out, and I try to push the truck, because it's going downhill. I'm thinking, maybe, nope, nope, let me tell you something. I'm a big boy, and I, and I don't think many people would call me weak, but I could not even begin to budge that thing. It was locked up hard.
2: Oh so bet, did it melt together?
1: It's there. I throw the oh it was it was destroyed. It was just oh, welded yeah. together. Yeah. And uh and, and and I run across the road, get on the cell phone, I call the cops, call nine one one. So guys I don't know what to do here. I said I'm am three miles out of town and I'm up on blah 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 and, and I'm blocking both lanes of traffic or I'm saying I'm blocking, you know, my lane of traffic, there's absolutely the vehicle's completely disabled, this will cause a wreck. I need somebody up here if you guys would help me with some flares or something. And I said, I'll try and call a tow truck, but I want to call you all first. So anyway, uh, cops get there quick. Man, the Maggie Valley cops were awesome. Were awesome. They were there within, like, no time. And uh, uh, But in the meantime, in, the, like, the two minutes or three minutes, I bet I had 10 or 15 cars swerve around me, hitting the horn. One lady even stopped in the road and said, you're going to get somebody killed. You need to call the police. I'm like, what do you think I've done, lady? And uh, anyway some some uh some dude honest to god uh, an american indian actually comes up uh with a cummins diesel and he said hey man can i help dude gets out and he was rad i wish i'd got his name but we had a couple of little old one inch straps is all i had on me they've been in the bed long enough they were probably dry rotted anyway so he hooks up to his cummins with those straps because he didn't have any and i throw them around the uh i don't even i guess a sway bar and he pulls me out of the road like the instant those snaps or those straps snap but there for minutes you know five six minutes i was right in the middle of the road in a blind curve both ways with a completely disabled truck with with nothing i could do about it it sucks yeah,
2: it sucks mm-hmm. now it's not as mm-hmm.
1: emotional blah 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 as the other story but it's a it was a pretty damn good one all things That's considered scary so. It was story. scary.
2: <laughs> uh, that, is, that is scary. I've never broke down in a blind curve. I have got stuck many a times. In the snow, of, right. You told yeah, me that. Yeah, because low, pro- cool. low, low profiles don't have any <laughs> tread on them at all. So uh, you drive it as a daily, and you decide to drive in the winter is the worst thing ever. Oh, I've I got I've stuck done in the that mud, before. too.
1: We've, Jeremy and I both had bag trucks in the winter before. It's not a lot of fun. It really no.
2: isn't. Like it's the it's one of the worst experiences when you get stuck in like a little bit of mud. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. <laughs> and... Uh, Honestly, I I went and bought another vehicle because I couldn't stand to get stuck anymore. All right, cool. So, you ready for the next question? Are you Are you going to say something more emotional and sad on the next one? <laughs> no. I'll tell you what. I'm not going to jump in on this one at all, okay? I'm oh, gonna, well, I might want you to. No, though, no. No, so, no not uh, this one. I cool.
1: may jump in on, on the one after. I'm not going to jump in this one at all. So, this question comes from our listener, Awesome Rob Ireland, and he's from somewhere in Windmill Land, Illinois. Oh. What's something you Corn. have corn, lots of corn, (laughs) windmills and corn, what's something you have seen or done to help your fellow mini trucker when they have had problems? For example, I drove two and a half hours somewhere I've never been to, to pick up a broke down truck so they can make it to the, quote, H word, quote, show.
2: I can't even begin to count the times in the middle of the night I've had to go to somebody's house to fix something. Well, I'm an asshole. I've never helped
1: anybody. So I'm just bowing out of this question.
2: I couldn't even count the amount of times we that we all had to get together and get somebody's vehicle ready or we had to pick somebody up because they had oh, a yeah. blown up bag. I mean, like, that's like countless amount of times. Now,
1: Jer- Jeremy and, and both you guys have helped me several times. At this point, Jeremy's helped me countless times getting stuff ready at the last minute. Like, Numerous uh, amounts of yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, like Santa down a frame for me. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yep. And even when we first met, and Jeremy probably don't even remember this, hmm. when I very first, the first year I knew him, uh, he actually detailed one of my trucks for me at a show. Yep. I can't remember which one it was. I guess the Sonoma. It was. Lee pays well, too. Usually. No, no, I didn't give him anything. Oh Yeah, didn't I, I, I didn't take no, nothing. No, he, what? He, he did it for free. What? He did it for free. Yeah.
2: I didn't have money back then. Oh. So. Well, now if you're like a waitress for us, he'll give you like $100. And the only thing you have to do is just bring him an awful tasting beverage. <laughs> Dude, you're, st- you're
1: still sore because you're a shitty
2: tipper. I am a shitty t- I know Everybody knows that me. Girl they
1: know was, that i I know that That I'm girl was t- awesome. You're yeah. talking the steak and shake girl. That girl was awesome.
2: They gave oh all God. together. I bet she walked away with 200 bucks. There
1: was a couple with ah. us that combined didn't make half of what you make. <laughs> and they gave her like 10 or 15 bucks.
2: <laughs> I'm cheaper than the rest of them. I think
1: many truckers are good tippers. Well, Legit, I think many truckers, except for Shaq I think <laughs> I think many truckers are good tippers.
2: I, I could probably agree on that. Most of them are. Most of them are. That's just
1: not me. We'll save it for the next episode, <laughs> but remind me to tell you the blue and white story from Tunica, Mississippi a couple years ago. Okay. The the graduation present story. It'll make sense then. So <laughs> it's it's a dad story. I'm to think of I Thomas. need to get permission to tell it.
2: I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head of Having to go fix anybody's stuff. Well, dude,
1: just the other night you come down and we and we wired up F two.
2: Um, I got yeah. I mean, so that's, that's, that's that's I'm that's, sure that that'll happen again this now week. Now I'm is expecting. It running? I'm
1: expecting Jeremy to have a really good story in this one though. I bet he's because Jeremy is the kind of person that really kills himself to uh, to help people in need. I've drove by and flipped off people. I
0: hate they How about home. a
1: Jeremy? Do you got any cool <laughs> stories? <laughs>
0: oh well, once again, where do you start? i mean dude I, i've literally helped so many people and i mean just people that i don't know people some that i consider my best friends uh joey hall and bob blackburn uh me and him set out in food city parking lot one night trying to uh get a truck running we actually took a amp wire and cut it in half and tried making a spark plug wire out of it just to get his truck to run uh, did that work Actually, I think it did That's for for a little bit. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bob. Just write on it and let me know. But I'm pretty sure it did. Uh,
1: That's interesting. Bob's not here, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've helped. Uh, I fixed Joey Holland's Blazer one time with black tape. The distributor cap would not run. Uh, it was actually for my wedding. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, we we wanted all the trucks at my wedding laid out, I love and it. the Blazer couldn't make it, so. He drives up to the house. Like, he had a bag blazer? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. bag four-door blazer. Yeah. Ah. I was the one that bagged it. Really? Yeah. Round body or square body? Round body. Yeah. No kidding. It's mm-hmm. like the same bottle as yours. Yep. Ah. yep. Except his was quit, a quit Jimmy.
2: Jimmy. Yeah. Quit that. I know what you're doing over there. <laughs> I know what you're <laughs> it, doing. It will I'm, happen. I'm an enabler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the most recent time is one guy was leaving my show, and uh, you know, it was late at night. Hmm. It was probably 11 o'clock. And he calls me up and he goes, I broke down beside the road. My car says, and it was a car sitting on the 20s or 22s. I can't fucking remember. <laughs> Anyways, he was sitting beside the road and his car was throwing some fucking weird air because every new vehicle has to have all these sensors that are stupid. And we get up there and nobody can figure out what was wrong with it. And I just looked at it, and grabbed a hold of the math filter, jerked off that little plastic cover, and here, here it is. is. There's a rubber seal stuck in the butterflies. Ah, jerked out the rubber seal, started up the vehicle, and it ran. Very nice. So, I'm not helpful at all. I've never helped anybody.
1: But, <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no, screw them
0: all. <laughs> but I am going to tell an Alan Williams story. Uh, He's Alan, offered to help me a few times. No, nope, like, lies, like, lies, lies. Like a couple Hush. weeks ago when <laughs> I broke a ball joint beside the road. <laughs> lies, lies. Anyway, ball all joint? lies. Hush. Yes. Wow. That's scary. That, and that. then two days before that, my tie rod sleeve stripped and I was actually going down the road. And the How wheel are you kinda, alive? I mean, I, I drive I get, like a maniac. i am getting get do... to figure it out. 2-2, two, two, man. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> they don't go fast. So
1: once upon a time at the h word, there was a uh, an eclipse on air cans, on cylinders. And I don't remember exactly how one of the cylinders died. And we didn't know these people. But the cylinders died. And uh, that being said, um, lost train of thought. Was it
2: really right still?
1: I don't remember, but it was probably like 2007 or 8, so whatever. Well, anyway, regardless, it was still on air, so it it raced or not, it made it cool to me. Oh, yeah, Uh, absolutely. So one of the cylinders died. Cat couldn't get home. So Alan Williams was there. He's one of the few people left, and I don't remember the details, but he managed to find like a random weird pile of pipe behind our building and brought that random weird pile of pipe out, tore this cat's cylinder down, and like shored it up from the inside so that he could drive it home. So, he essentially static and rebuild that cylinder with, like, pocket tools uh, behind the parking lot at the H-Word so this cat could get home to Tennessee or
2: wherever he was from. So, that was always kind of impressive to me.
0: It is pretty and,
2: impressive. Uh, huh, anyway, oh, you know, this brings me to a story about uh, the only time I ever let anybody build something for me. I paid these cats a lot of money for this setup that I paid for when I was probably 19. You know, I, I was really just getting into everything, and... uh I had a battery box built, and it had five kinetic 2400s. And if you don't know what those are, they're about 70 pounds of piece, 80 pounds of something like that. And I'm going around this curve. Um, if you all from Prestonsburg, it was the old Food City red light there. And all of a sudden, everything in my truck goes bonkers. All my light, all my gauges go all the way over, and my uh, my dash starts smoking and shit. Everything's flashing. All the lights are on. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I pulled over beside the road. It grounded out because his box broke apart and touched the positive to the negative of all the big-ass batteries and melted all the wire. Wow. My truck didn't catch on fire, thank God. But this goes to show you that you should watch who you pay to do stuff. Because sometimes they're not what they say they are. Sometimes it's not worth what you pay for it. I, yeah, well, in My case, it definitely wasn't. And I, I can still remember those dudes, and they overcharged me on everything that I got that year. See, I And they honestly... went out of business shortly after that because I ruined them because I will fucking ruin you
0: if <laughs> you fuck me. <laughs> I will make sure everyone knows what you've done. See, I'm too nice. I can't charge somebody. Like, I got that that sweet spot that if somebody needs help or if they need something, then I'm there. I'll give you the shirt off my back. I'll give you the last thing I that I own. I bought from a
2: shop. I mean, I, I knew I was going to have to pay a lot because it was supposedly... Uh, world champion shop and it was supposed to be the best and I didn't get the best. I got a bunch of half ass shit. It literally was a battery box held together by four screws. Wow. made of, Made of MDF. Wow. Yeah, they spray-painted it. Yeah. That box was maybe a day old and it broke apart. Yeah. They could have completely caught my truck on fire because of their half assness Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm back. What were we talking about, guys? Um. Uh, I learned that some, not
1: all shops are good. Sweet, awesome. So, question number three. Are, are we ready to go on to the next question? Do we, we wrap, I guess we wrap that one up, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think yeah. so.
1: I don't know, I zoned out there for a minute. That's you fine. know me. It's so, okay. so, this third question is from our buddy, uh, Dina Extreme, mm. who is the founder and president of Street Icons, a new club. Awesome. Yeah, always awesome. good. To hear. Always good to hear about clubs. I'm going to read this one. Always good. Hey guys, love the show. My question, should you choose to accept it, is this. I like that. Mm. You guys talk about starting a club and supporting mini trucking and whatnot. I started a club in 2019. I hoped of making our debut in the spring of 2020, but due to this darn pandemic, we've been stalled out. Mm -hmm. This also put a freeze in us getting members. But the way... Oh, by the way, when I say... Damn it. By the way, when I say we, I mean my great friend and my wife and I, but yet again, COVID put a halt on this. Mm-hmm. How can I increase membership and how many members does it really take to call it a club? That's a good question. Also, this is a much more complicated question. How do I go about hosting a show? Like, who do I have to talk to, et cetera? Oh, what do I need to do? This Thanks is so much, you guys. Right Now, I'm going to go ahead and stop you, Shay. This is a big one. This man. is a good question. It really is. But we are also over an hour. So I'm going to take <laughs> the second half of his question, the part about hosting the show, okay. because it gives me an ideal for a complete show. Okay. We're going to do an episode, literally, or a fledgling show promoter to listen to. Okay. And we're going to give them the complete dummies guide to show promotion. That's How's a great that? idea. That's a great so, fucking idea so, for a show. Man, great if you're idea. listening right now, or well, right now is a relative term, because okay. you can be listening right now because we're not live. If you're listening to this recording at some point, um, we're going to make that second part of your question an entire episode. It, Rad
2: uh, question. That, that is a great question. And I'll be honest with you, this is probably be a two-hour show. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to split up sections, to be honest. But it's for so now... Fun. You know, and this is something that Jeremy
1: and Shay both are going to be really rad into because both of you guys have spent more time in clubs than I have. Um, How can I increase membership and how many members does it really
2: take to call it a club? I think that's awesome. I think three.
0: That's That's what I started saying. Three. Three.
2: Three. So the the verdict is in three people is all you need. It sounds like you already have three. So technically to me, you have a club. Blow the show for a second, guys. Now, to get members, it's... It's more about if you go to the shows and you see people that you like and you talk to, I don't recommend just to say, oh, they have a mini, let's invite them to my club. Yeah. Don't don't, yeah. Make, don't make that mistake. I made that mistake. Yep. Jeremy, you made that mistake too. I've haven't? been there. And uh, you end up with some horrible-ass fucking people. Drama queens, oh, trophy my, whores. Oh, the, I the, mean, the, you name the, it. The t- then you end up with a t-shirt rider later out of them, which yeah, is the yeah. worst. <laughs> uh, the, my, my opinion, uh, go to shows that have people that you want that were type of vehicles that you want in your club which i'm sure is minis uh, True. talk to them hang out with them invite them over have some hangout time if they turn out that they suck then don't invite them to your club
0: exactly
2: uh you want another thing is your club doesn't need bylaws that is the dumbest shit in the entire world
0: 100 agree you, Jay.
2: i don't I, I don't i think bylaws are only there to uh cause trouble
0: i would agree on that one
2: uh what would you think? How would you think? How would you go about finding people? I found all my people at shows, and then people that knew people that was in my club brought them in.
0: That's probably how I how I met it. Uh, most of I've been in I've been in two clubs. I mean, legit. I was in play I low was in customs. Play Low Customs. That's
1: the club that matters. I love uh, Play Low Customs. The, <laughs> the
0: other club, I, yeah. we ain't even gonna go on that. Yeah, but one.
2: you ran a club before. Yes, and yes I did. It, it's it's rough running a club.
0: It is very rough running uh, a club. There's and, so much drama and so much stress and, and so many is, headaches. And it, people's like, well, what do I do here? Mm-hmm. What do I do here? And I'm like, I'm not your mom. I'm not your dad. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Just suck it up. And What you should do is if you have somebody with that,
2: honest to God, the best thing to do is just kick them out immediately. If you feel that they like drama, never invite them to your club. Or if you find out later they like drama, just get rid of them. Because I, after I got all the rid of all my drama queens, my club's been cinch. Everybody's good friends of one another, and no one argues. Ever since wow. I got rid of those people, yeah. I, I have a rule that uh, if you don't feel like that person is your brother, then you don't invite them.
0: I believe that one. Uh, so I really, really do believe. If they that won't, won't,
2: if that person won't help you out in a pinch, he's not club material. If you ask me. Right, right. Uh, and uh, but all, all the bigger clubs, that's how they do it. I'm pretty sure. Am I? Am I right? You are right. Definitely. As far as
0: far as I know, as far as well, I like
2: know. well, like I believe NC, uh, you have to hang out with them a bunch of times before they can ever, even invite you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, and I'll be honest, that's the perfect example of how to do
0: it. I mean, I am I am petitioning or trying to petition for a club that I have loved for years and years and years and years and years. They got a nice looking sticker. They uh, got a cool sticker. I agree. Right? Yeah, I'm true. back, by
2: the way. <laughs> 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 we know you are, Lee. I had to go visit the little boy's room. Yeah. But I
1: mean, you know, just... you know that we, oh my God, this shows how serious we're taking this show anymore. Shay, I literally just got up to piss. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, never stop stopped recording. We, you, usually we used to pause it whenever that happened. <laughs> <laughs> and, and edit that out and panic about it. One of my
1: good buddies. Uh, <laughs> one of my good buddies, Steve Monty from uh, Chicago, Illinois. I call him CDWC. Steve we've known each other for a long time um, he is a he is a drag racing guy but he's still totally cool enough to to fit in with us but anyway he actually told me one of the first episodes paralysis by analysis and that made so much sense to me because at the beginning especially when our sound quality was much much worse than it is now yeah I spent so much time trying to remove the dead periods and and the uhs and as and, uh, and just weird noises and stuff and you know what? I mean, this is how we talk in real life. So what is the point of trying to come across? You know, I listened to a couple of those first episodes. Hell, it sounds like I'm narrating something on PBS. Today in Great Literature, we're going to talk about Robert Louis Stevenson and I guess Trish that. yeah. And I mean, you know, yeah, that's what you're doing. It is what it is. People, people don't listen to us for grammatical accuracy. They're going to find a, a podcast probably from, like, up north or something if they want fancy
2: words. Uh, All right. Anyway, what are we talking about? Club uh, stuff. Yeah. Mini uh, truckers with microphones. Mini <laughs> truckers with microphones. Exactly. <laughs> so if, if during this pandemic, I know that it's really there's really no shows going on.
0: Which sucks.
2: Yeah, you know, which makes it hard to uh, grow. But you should not feel the need to grow fast. No. I tried to grow fast. Take, you tried
0: it. Take your time. Yeah. It, you,
2: you get up a shit. Yeah, You do. You end up with yep. shit. Uh, and don't, don't get discouraged and just break up your club and go to another club because you feel like you can't run one or whatnot. It's not hard. It really isn't once you get rid of the people that suck. Uh, and your club doesn't, doesn't need a lot of people.
0: No. Yeah. And sometimes everybody thinks that a club should be show quality. It's not about the show quality in no. my book. No, it's not. I think it's about the friendship. And as you were saying, the ones that's actually going to be loyal, the ones that's going to stay by you, the ones that... It's going to help you if you need help, mm-hmm. and you're going to help them. To it's, me, that's a club.
2: That that, that is, and uh, so if you go to a, go to a show and you just you want to scout out these sweet trucks, no, those people may suck. Let's just be honest. Yeah. they may yep. suck. Uh, yep. You might be better off getting the guy with the two two static drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though you know, I most of my guys they they started off with nothing and they ended up with bag trucks and cars and whatnot. Bruh. you just yeah, they got to like the hobby enough to want to stay in it. I would agree. Yeah. uh, That part is hard to gauge. You just have to hang out with them enough to see if they're really dedicated to
0: it. Yeah, yeah.
2: I've been the only member of Holler Trash and or
1: Street Squeegees for the last 20 years, and I consider myself a club. <laughs> it's street holler Trash is holler, awesome. Holler Trash. I love the logo on that one. Not there's, as much as the Subterra, but I did love the logo. There's, there's a logo you for Holler Trash? It was a moonshine jug with camshafts for arms. And that was is was so
2: badass. That sounds
1: badass. It, it, it? was kind of funny. And Keep in mind, I made that with all of my Microsoft Paint ability back then. That many still years sounds a ago. cool-ass
0: idea anyways. <laughs> Wow, yeah. I need one of them logos for my truck. Holy trash. Oh, I love it. That's Holy so trash.
2: trash. You know, well, you know, to, to me, right, running a club is not really hard once you just uh, evict all the shitty people. That's, yeah. that's, that's more or less it. Yep. And the grow right now is going to be hard, but don't feel obligated that you need to bake your club Yeah. Huge. Don't don't rush it. Don't I'm sure that I that I missed this point, but I knew you
1: guys would fly with it. Uh, and I'm sure that you already laid it out. The vehicles, in, in this level, at his level that he's talking about, the vehicles don't make... The club that people do, and then you know on the on the upper echelon of clubs, good people and good vehicles kind of go hand in hand. You get people that you know, you know, have the ability to turn out an awesome product. But ultimately, no matter if it's a national club or if it's you know the smallest sticker club in in Mm -hmm. in a little town, um,
0: sometimes those are the best ones. Like I said, if if it's
1: if it's a street squeegees in Cornholler, Indiana. Then, in all sincerity, it doesn't matter as long as you have good people. That's where mm-hmm. you have to start at. Well, you know, John
2: Lilly's been in a small club his his whole his whole time, and he's all the people he's been in the club with. He's friends with, and that's the thing to remember: that you, the people that you're in your club, they need to be your friends. They're not just club Con, members.
0: Consider them as family.
2: Yes, yes. And if you can't, if you don't feel that that person's nice enough to uh, be around your family, then you don't need to be around that exactly. person. Exactly. So yep. I, mean, it's. Yeah, and that's pretty much it, man. There's nothing else to it. Just take your time. Yeah, take yep. your time. Be picky. Don't be picky with the with the vehicles though, because otherwise you'll end up with a bunch of awful people. You know, my early, yeah.
1: my early my early club experiences and and into a foray into a what it, that time was actually somewhat of a national club, although it was in its twilight years. Um, I made the mistake there. I, got, I started with buddies, buddies who I really enjoyed the company of. Mm-hmm. But then I got kind of the sickness, and I was 20, mm-hmm. 21. I got kind of the sickness that we had to have some nice vehicles. So then I found, you know, a couple members with, meh, vehicles. Okay, you know, better than, than, than what they were, and, and I like these guys all right, but they, you know, they weren't as close as the first group. But then the middle group looked at the first group, was like, we know their vehicles aren't that great. And then they wanted more people in with better vehicles. And at that point, it got to the point I didn't even know these new members all of a sudden, but kind of before I knew it, we were voting in new members that they had a great vehicle, but, hell, I barely knew them. And then they turned out just to be just pieces of shit, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes right down to it. And, yep. and they were cancer for the rest of the club. Been there. Because then all of a sudden you had people that wanted to have, like, private meetings after the club meetings, and they wanted to talk about everybody else. Oh, my God, oh, I that. Hell, I drank the Kool-Aid with it, too. I mean, it was like, you know, well, yo, maybe you guys are right. Maybe, maybe I need to do this, this, and this. And I actually remember, you know, plotting, uh, and this makes me a total piece of shit, but I remember in my, you know, 19 years old, 20 years old, I remember thinking maybe I should, like, you know, knock some of my friends out, or maybe I should tell them, and these are my close friends, maybe I should tell them, you know, maybe this club isn't for you. Hell, but then all of a sudden... You do something like that, you're surrounded by people that you can't trust or rely on. Mm-hmm. And when nothing but drama and deceit, you know, is, is the start of a club, it's, it's pointless. It and you is. realize, God, this is stupid. I quit. And I, and I quit. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know.
2: I've been there, and I ran off all those people. Apparently. Yeah, right. That's, uh, and that's the only way to have a club. But once you get to those people, and I'm going to tell you this one, this is going to sound terrible, but you run your club as a dictatorship. Yeah, that does sound terrible. It does, but... I don't agree with that. No, that you have to, because uh, if you don't, then you can end up having what you had voting people in you didn't know.
1: I, I disagree. I see that. I, honestly, and, and that's rare that you and I will say that, but I actually disagree completely. <laughs> well, because if you, I, don't, I don't agree in a monarchy. I think it should be a, a democracy with people whose vote you trust.
3: Mm.
1: I think yeah. that you have to have enough faith in your club members that they're going to make the right decision, because if they don't... Then why are they in there in the first place? That's true.
0: That's Hard true. Say. I would have to agree with Lee on that. Um,
2: no, I'm a firm. I'm I like a, this having I, odd I, numbers I, of posts <laughs> now. I'm like a firm, firm veto type person. I mean, I allow them. I allow my club to vote. We have a rule that's 100 percent vote. So you're not a monarchy. You're an oligarchy. I, I got you. But but here's the thing: if uh, you have if, a Congress for show, <laughs> I do. I do. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. We're a republic. All right, Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but what if it comes down to it? I can, I'll just veto it. And sh- no, guys, we didn't have none of that. And so, and before I allowed it to be run like a democracy, and it's people that I was friends with. Well, It comes to, it turned out these guys are drama queens whenever they feel they got a little bit of power.
0: Then they wasn't you friends.
2: They really wasn't. And but then I started having all these problems because they were voting people in, and my vote was only one. So now my vote is <laughs> <my vote> 60%. <laughs> uh, and my, my all, all the guys I have now, they won't do that. But, but at that time, I learned when I first started with a club, you need to have more power than everyone else. Well, if
1: nothing else, those listening now have a completely different set of Listen, to anybody you want. That, that's a couple of different ways to look at it, and that's what makes things interesting. It is nice to have different opinions and kind of different views and things like this. Well, even just, though Shays is wrong,
2: no, Shays is right. Just, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I, I, my, my club has existed for eleven years now, mm-hmm. and I have I've had no problems for eight of those. Yeah, that's cool. I'm just saying that no, is pretty I, impressive. No, no, no drama, zero drama. I've had out of ever since I got rid of the other ones. So that's something you got to keep in mind. That's the reason why the the sixty percent voting power is very important. Now I, don't oh, I'm just saying, saying you gotta, when you hey man, don't
1: listen to Shay, all right? Just just throw that out there. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> it's true though, man. It's true uh, though. Unless you want assassins behind you or something. You well, know, you know, knock the if king it, off. If
2: they're wanting to murder you, then they're not your friends either. <laughs> or you're running your club right according to Very you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the king they're supposed, is dead. Long they're supposed the king. to love the king. You know, you know, heavy be the crown, guys. Heavy be the crown.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we're about 30 seconds away from a Jesus allegory here, uh, so let's well, move yeah, along. It's do, you, come, do you feel that you have oh, thoroughly
2: confused our listener? No, I, I, have, I have a good one. Uh, this doesn't is, is actually involve his question, but when my club first came out and we expanded really fast, there was a bunch of people that believed that we were cult. Ironic. It's not right. It really was. <laughs> they really thought we was a cult. I'm not sure you're not. Well, you know, our, our sticker kind of looks a little evil <laughs> on the evil side, so i mean, like, you know, cult. cult. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> like their first, our first sticker, it looked like blood. The like name was written in blood, and it's very 2000s. And it's going to be a weird description to write about this show tonight when it, I post it. Yeah, cult. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I awesome. thought, thought it was a cult, and it was going around town that uh, I ran a cult. Wow! Yeah, that's was great, dude. I would have made. I it, didn't deny it. I would have made it a them. point just to get like
1: some of your closest friends in that club to dress up in like R- black ropes. robes. Yes, wanted and just to just walk around town. I, I really wanted to with I a really. book. And just start to hand it people, but then jerk it back at the last minute and shake, and shake your head, make the sign of an upside down cross, and walk on.
2: <laughs> but I thought about it. Thought yeah, about it, yeah. You know, it is
1: what it is. Yeah. You want to offend people? You should call me. Well,
2: oh, another funny story. Uh, now you you should always fuck with your club members. All oh, the new ones what? are always fun to fuck your with. Your advice is terrible. No, this is great. This is oh great. Oh my this god. A, well, my well, not my, my second newest member. We had him convinced that we had the club name branded on us.
0: <laughs> we had him so convinced okay, that, we, that
2: we met up that night and we went out to eat and we, it was supposed to be the branding ceremony and i had wow. I had photoshopped a the our club symbol on my leg
0: that's impressive yeah
2: because I, I was like I'm, I'm going to show him that, it, that we really did it because he was like i'm not gonna do it unless y'all show me that you all really did it i was like okay at least at he house. was devoted know, but, enough to do it. Oh, he was going to do it. He was going to do it. And I, then I felt guilty at the last minute. I was like, we can't really do this, Tim. My buddy even made the branding iron. Oh, my God. And wow. we Yeah, we we, we was full. We but what we was going to do, we was going to wait till we got him out there and just uh, smack the shit of him with a pipe or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <to> <laughs> okay, once again, don't. Any of Shay's <laughs> advice, do not, do not listen hey, to hey, it. Hey, hey, He just but, committed a salt. But the, 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 here's the thing. We're all such good friends. I was cool. we're, we're good, good friends, friends. So with a snake. I mean, a concussion. Uh,
0: but, you know, I'm That's just cool. saying. I'm just saying. We're, I can we honestly were say him the I've, head. Never, I've never hit any of my friends in the head with a pipe. We we're
2: going to hit him in the ass with a pipe. Because we so were supposed to get it on your ass. It was a catch. A pipe? Not a paddle or a so, pipe. No, so kind of like right. Sunset,
0: but no, no, with that, a pipe. Yes. Sunset uses a paddle, but. Do they really? Yes. That's a thing. I, I, didn't I witnessed it. It was actually quite hilarious. Yeah. Th- they paddle
2: each other? That was a weird week in my life, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> huh. All right. Well, I didn't know that was a thing, but we had him convinced that we was going to brand him. And then my newest member, we actually convinced him, too, for a little while. And I felt guilty about it. Uh, you know, it happens. But that's, that's a fun thing to do. If they're devoted enough that he was going to get branded, then you can't ask for a better member. That, that is <laughs> you really can't. And he's, okay. been a, he's been a diehard ever since. Awesome.
1: We're going to yeah. move on to the last question because this hour episode is no longer even close to an hour. I figured it wouldn't be. And uh, and I have some things I need to take care of. So, final question. Do you think that we did a fair enough job on our buddy? From- oh, yeah. yeah I, okay.
2: I, I think he's got the idea of how to... Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Don't listen to Shay. Yeah. yeah, don't listen to Shay. D- no, that dictatorship oh. thing works, man. D- D- oh, I have one of the longest longest running. Did you even local ask, clubs. answer
1: his actual question? Yeah, we did. We
2: answered that before you came back in here. Okay, cool. guys. Taking a leak right. or whatever. You it had. happens, right? Yep. Caffeine. All yep. right, cool. Let's move on to the final question.
1: How much you must do you got in you right now? I had microwave Chinese food today. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I'm a little red. <laughs> all right. So the final question is all oh, monitor die. Come on. <laughs> all right, cool. So the final question is from our buddy Charles Banks. Charles from Jackson. Is the proprietor of the Classic Underscore Mini Trucks Instagram account, which is posting some amazing old school mini truck show pictures, and, and that's one of the few reasons I even open up Instagram because I'm just it's a much, good reason for Instagram. Well, I'm just pretty much over social media completely. I mean, but
2: looking at trucks, so. I pretty
1: much open it to see what Fatty's doing, um, to see what Brandon's striped, to see what Vic has powder coated, and this account, the Classic Underscore Mini Trucks account. And uh, it's awesome. I mean, really, really awesome. So that being said, his question is this. It's it's an interesting one. It's one that I can, I'm afraid, easily answer. But I'm going to kind of back off of this a little bit and let you guys fly with it just to give your opinions on it. Why don't we have more mini truck shows inside at venues such as Slammed Enough? The only one I remember was in Louisville, hosted by Mini Truck and Magazine years ago. Or, like Truckmaster's show in Japan, where it's four different shows and at the last they have a series champion. Thanks. Now, that's a
2: question from Charles Banks. I I got an easy one for this one. This is very easy. We literally don't have any place like that in Eastern Kentucky. I guess that is a. uh,
1: That's even more pertinent than what I was going to come up with. The biggest thing for indoor is just money. Yes. The indoor venues are so expensive. We
2: could, you know, the expo is the only place you could do it, but you'd have to pay them. Ten grand. This or entire more. episode, oh, yeah. I just realized I mean, that my
1: microphone was pointing away from me. I have no idea if I've been hurt or not. No, I've been hearing you. I, I can hear you fine. Okay, cool. Okay, uh,
2: but I, you know, the money is literally it. You're right. I mean, uh, we'd have to charge people a hundred dollars to come to a show.
1: You know, slammed enough. I mm-hmm. think for a two day pass is sixty five. Mm. And uh, and and I remember when Havoc was at Louisville. That's the show he's referring to as Havoc. It was there for two years. I think oh five well, and oh well, six.
2: Carl Casper too. He had minis.
1: Carl Casper had. Everything it and did. it was not focused on minis, but God, they just so much stuff there. What there thousands was. of awesome oh,
2: Yeah, but you know, it was indoor. It yeah, was an indoor yeah, park. That, but
1: a huge indoor arena too. I,
2: I think honestly, those more venues need to need to be cheaper so we can have stuff like that my, because it bring people in. My favorite venue, yeah.
1: my favorite yeah. venue ever, ever was the original Show Fest in Greenville, Mississippi, because uh it was at an abandoned airport. So you had, like, X runways, and it was just massive. Uh, But then on the other end of the spectrum, other than that, like what Freak Show had uh, in Keniston, North Carolina, that Drop Jaw did, they had a fairgrounds, and out there, you're in farm country, so they have, like, farm sheds, like, that they have, like, indoor farm exhibits, like what you would show, like, livestock Uh, in or something. That's a good idea. But they have those, so they have, like, for example, 40 or 50, at Freak Show, they'd have 40 or 50 indoor quality vehicles. But then they have a couple thousand outside that were not like me. And, uh, you know, the one me. year that I actually took a truck there and drug in the dirt, it was fun. But you, you don't hurt anything, and it looks neat. But, but anyway, um, you know, I love that hybrid. I remember Southeast Showdown in Anderson, South Carolina. They had a fairgrounds with a large indoor area for the... The creme de la creme, you know. But then they had, you know, tons of outdoor. And it was on pavement. That was a great venue. So I like those hybrid venues. I do,
2: too. I do, too. But, you know, they're rare. I tell you
1: what, something else that probably most people don't think about, indoor lights are so just... Unforgiving. They really are. They
0: show every imperfection. Every imperfection. So yeah. if you've got
1: a painter that you know was a decent painter, but it's not he, decent when you think of that paint. You know, and though. Mm-hmm. He may have not cut or buff it properly or something. You're going to see that orange peel. You're going to see those 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 mistakes in that paint. They're highlighted, you know. Yeah. And, and natural light really just kind of, um, really just kind of you know helps that down. It dulls
2: it down. There you go. Thank you. You know, i, I coming off. Top of my head, I can't even think of a place besides the expo center in Eastern Kentucky where you could fit vehicles.
1: The MAC? I've never been in the MAC, but I would assume no. There's no way to bring them in there.
2: I mean, it's all okay. just built. It's now, where's that at? It's Prisonburg Mountain Arts Center. Yeah, I've used oh. the parking lot before, but there's no there's no inside for it. Gotcha. Um, wow. There's literally I can't I can't think of a airport hangar. Mm. They had the airport up there, but I don't think. Uh,
1: well, the Paceville Airport's way too small. It is because you just got private hangars there. That's about like Wise Airport.
2: Yeah, yeah, for the
1: world, about like Wise Airport. Did mm-hmm. they
2: put an airport up in, uh, in Pikeville somewhere?
1: Uh, Jeremy, oh. have you been over to the uh, Wise County Fairgrounds? In my Once distant I memory, think. in my distant memory, back when Mom and Dad grew pumpkins, we actually got a blue ribbon at a pump or for a big pumpkin over there years ago, and I think they had indoor, you know. Areas for, like, livestock and and crops Mm -hmm. and stuff. So maybe that. But I remember it being all just kind of muddy field, too. I don't remember being any pavement over there.
0: I don't think there is any pavement.
1: So in this region, I guess there just, like you said, really isn't the venue.
0: Mm.
1: Unless you go to, like, a Pigeon Forge, a Sevierville, and Gatlinburg. I imagine the only time you could get
2: access to anything like that, like you would have to be the show owner, it's self to own that property. I'll
1: say the other thing is a lot of those indoor venues are tied up other than off-season, and nobody really wants to get a truck out in January. I would if it was indoor. I've got a mental block. If it was
0: nice enough, I would. It yeah. hits
1: November 5th, I'm done for the year, no matter what. <laughs> and, and it's mental. It's, it's like an alarm clock. And then when it hits March 1st, yay. It's like I wake up after my winter slumber and I want to get the truck out.
0: But those months in between, I, no, I'm I good.
2: Could, I don't know anymore, man. It, it doesn't warm up till like,
0: the end of May... I'm I'm an all year round person. Mm, yeah, well, there's <laughs> yeah, those we... people too. <laughs> I, I'm not one of those. <laughs> you are usually hypers of squirrel though. So that is true. I'm
1: not. I'm like the old grumpy bear <laughs> I mean, that needs to shut down in the winter.
2: If if we had a local show that was indoors and it was in the winter, I would go to it.
1: I wouldn't. Oh yeah. 100%. I mean I'd go, I wouldn't enter. Oh, I would.
2: Cool. I just think You don't do to me nothing, you don't do anything else anyway. Okay, it's, be it's better than being cooped up inside the house. Yeah, it really is. And think about it, it probably has heat.
1: <laughs> My favorite thing to do in the winter that is, is drive. true. My favorite thing to do in the winter is drive around and look at back roads because, and I've told you this before, Shay, like when the leaves are off and stuff, I can see like cool old abandoned railroad tracks and, and old foundations and old roads. And that's what really, really titillates me. You know, I, I find so much interest in that history stuff. And, and I love going around when I can actually see. And I like getting out and hiking the hills in the winter because I don't burn to death and get ate by bugs and sweat and I hate sweating. But as far as doing anything automotive other than working on trucks, I just can't get myself motivated in the winter and, and I, here's another thing about indoor shows to me they're kind of pretentious they're a little bit just like you know oh look at me I have a box trailer you know yeah. I, I wrapped my wheels in bubble wrap
2: mm. well you know a lot of the mecha events that I've been to like the bigger ones like you go to uh, finals and things they're indoors but you can't run the vehicles inside there
0: yeah, yeah. what the yeah. last one or actually the only show that I've actually ever been to with an indoor show is up in Louisville it is uh Street Rod Nationals.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm telling you, man, that right there, that some of that is quality. Even the stuff parked outside that is not good enough to be inside is quality.
1: I'll tell you what. I went to Street Rod Nationals one year. It just happened to be the same year that Havoc was in Louisville. And the size is just so immense.
0: I you mean, can walk you, all
1: weekend and still not see, see everything. everything. Yep. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. What, what is it? Is it, I mean, I know it's thousands of vehicles. Is it? What, three, four, five? I don't know. Jesus Christ. Is you this, would, this is all classic? classic. I know. Is what this is? It's the Street Rod Nationals. Street Rod. Huge. I mean, it's kind of yeah, like funny uh, cars and shit. You know, half the stuff I'm looking at there, I'm like, God, that frame is amazing. I'd love to see a truck body on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <know>? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, there's some great. I should always want a truck body on it. Some great inspiration. But y'all know I'm just not an old vehicle person. I mean, I'm pretty open about that.
0: The last yeah. time that I was there, there was a 63 bagged bourbon. Uh, bagged and body bourbon, actually, on a full frame, 22s. Uh, the outside was patinaed. I mean, just absolutely looked like it was drug out of a barn, sat nice. and cleared. Had the new model uh, LT4 Chevy motor in it. Uh, all brand new, black and white, houndstooth interior. Oh, wow. it was just absolutely beautiful. It Fancy. was sitting dead center of uh, the indoor side. And like you, you could hardly get around it. I think it actually draw more to it than Stacey da- or Stacy David and Chip Foos did. There's your kind of name drop in there, mm-hmm.
1: Stacy David and Chip Foos.
2: I mean, I I, I I wish there was more indoor shows. That way, I'd have something to do during the winter that wasn't playing video games because that's all I do in the winter. Because I hate cold weather. As soon as it's cold outside, I'm like, yeah, fuck the outside world. You know, I
1: love you, Shay, but it drives me nuts that you have time to do that. God. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it when people, and I'm not throwing off on you, but I hate it when people that don't have a damn clue what not having time is uh, want to that's... whine and bitch about having, oh, that makes me so fucking mad. I, I, like, I, you know, oh, boo-hoo. I, I have a normal life with a nine-to-seven job, and my life is perfectly normal, but I don't have time. Why? Well, you only got a goddamn clue what not having time is for
2: Fuck's <laughs> sake! Uh, God, I hate people that wind about having know, time because they're all clueless. It, most everybody has tons of time in the winter. I gotta edit that out, don't I? That was loud. Maybe sorry. Well, you know, I'm not going to. Uh, you know, during the winter time, you know, everybody I know, it, they don't even hardly work on their vehicles unless they got a heated garage.
0: I would, I would agree. I now, mean. I built mine over the winter in a Harbor Freight 10 by 17 portable garage with a butane heater. Or a propane little heater. That's, that sounds awful. It sucked. Uh,
2: you know, I'm, every time I built anything in my truck, it was in the wintertime mostly, and I hated it. I, I, we'd I like it aside. doing
0: mine in the winter. That way, I can enjoy it through the summer.
2: Well, well, that's a good point. But I, I despised it because, like, if I go to paint something, it take two or three days for it to dry
0: well yeah. i mean i work at a body shop on that one so yeah well there you go <laughs> we just we just pull it into the booth and do it in a day and you know, drive that, it home that night i built my truck in a barn <laughs> uh, it was literally barn
2: built every single time so there's that that's better than what i worked out of that's true that's true <laughs> I, I didn't have to worry about getting rained on or anything like that or blown away but you know it's, it's dirt floors and everything
0: Dirt floors suck.
2: They do. Concrete is such a blessing. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, People and that is a tool that you will learn to appreciate when you, if you have ever built a mini on a dirt floor on a forty-five degree slant. Oh god, <laughs> worst experiences ever is like, but,
2: but when you finally get concrete, you're like, this is the greatest thing I've ever bought in my life.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's well worth the money. That it, you, you, you know, spent I'd, for I'd, it. I'd rather
2: have the pad of concrete than I would the roof. Yep. 100%. Yep.
0: It just makes things so
2: much easier just to have the pad of concrete. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should do an episode about garages, because I love garages. <laughs> you, you could never have too much of a garage. That's a fact. Yep. And they can't have too many lights, either. Hey, guess what, guys? That's another thing. When, you, when you're when you working outside like that, you always hold <laughs> a, you always have a flashlight out.
0: That's awful, too.
2: Hey, guess what, guys? Don't be a
1: hater. Oh, so we're at an hour and a half.
0: We went over the thirty minutes. We went win. way <laughs> over the hour. Yeah, this was supposed that, that to be a weird episode. Yeah, it didn't work.
1: So we're gonna wrap it up. But guess what? This is our last episode before when it's our first show of the year. We never
2: did finish our schedule.
1: So everybody, will post it online. Uh, schedule. Okay. Yes, we will. This is the this is the definitive uh, end-all be-all for the LCD stuff this weekend. Now, granted, this you know revolution is not our show. So you're like, lucky enough to be brought on. Well, hey, we're going to be DJing, so you're going to hear us talking in the microphone all day at the show. Yeah. If if you don't know us, come up and talk to us, man. Come up and say, hey, you know, I'm such and such. I, I'm one of the eight and a half, and uh, let's hang out. Let's you know, maybe after let's have night, some yogurt yeah. and maybe listen to some jazz music or something.
2: Jazz music? What? No. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be doing cult stuff at one point. I'm pretty sure. So um, I
1: so bring my dagger this weekend. Yeah. For, just to wrap it up, y'all heard us at the beginning, but we're going to say it one more time. Friday morning. We're leaving at 10 o'clock from Whitesburg, Kentucky at the old Whitesburg High School. That is 39 College Drive, Whitesburg, Kentucky, 41858 for you guys who want to try and join us and need a GPS address. We're leaving right at 10 o'clock unless for some reason you shoot me a message and make sure I read it that you're going to be there, but you're going to be a few minutes late and we'll do our best to wait on you. Our goal is to end up in Hazard, Kentucky at the Big uh, Big Lots slash United Grocery Outlet parking lot. That is right there at the beginning of the Hal Rogers Daniel Boone Parkway on Kentucky Highway 80, or is it Kentucky? Yeah, Kentucky Highway 80. Uh, I don't have a 911 address for that, but, my God, it's literally at the beginning of the Daniel Boone Parkway in Hazard, Kentucky. Hazard's not a big town. I promise you, you can find it, and I think the 911 address is on the event page for Facebook. We're going to try our best to be there at 1045. We're going to try our best to leave there at 11 o'clock. That's a big parking lot, huge parking lot. Maybe the biggest we'll see the whole trip. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no matter how big your trailers are, you have no problem getting in. Yep. And, and nobody will hassle us. We have plenty of room to BS for a few minutes. Stop, to take a potty break, get something to drink, whatever you all need to Build do. Fill
2: up your coolers, that kind of stuff. That's a good place for it.
1: This is a good time at this point in that trip to have your CB radio. We will also have handheld walkie-talkies, or at least I will. So that if you have either of those, you can communicate with the lead vehicles. We will be on Channel 15 on the CB and Channel 7 on the walkie-talkie, the FRS-GMRS, because those two channels overlap. So if you have either of those, you can communicate I with I have no idea author. what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, my, my geek I side came out for a I don't speak trucker. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. Okay, well, the walkie-talkies, like everybody used 10 years ago at shows. Those are FRS, <laughs> Family Radio Service, or GMRS. And I can get into more details, about. <laughs> I don't know what the shit that but, That's my walkie-talkies. But there's a, couple of cha- there's a couple of the low channels that overlap, Channel 7, for example. So regardless what kind of radio you have if you're on channel 7 you can talk to us on that one and on the CB and that's the primary communication on this old school road trip here channel 15 anyway because there's no signal hardly between Hazard Kentucky and our next stop now again we're kind of playing a Manchester stop by ear we want to swing by and get John Brown et al and uh, if we can, cool, but if we have some big trailers with us, we just can't do that. So we will give you enough advance notice that you can literally meet us and roll in inside the, the road. Get to London, hopefully about 12.15. Leave London, hopefully about one fifteen. We are going to meet in the parking lot where the Coles, the Marshall, the T.J. Uh, no, T.J. Max, Coles, Marshall, Berks Outlet, and Planet Fitness is. Uh, the Kroger's there. That is directly across from, like, Walmart or pretty much across from Walmart. It's a big that Kroger, is, too. That is on Highway, I think, 194. It is also, for you guys coming on the interstate, it is exit 38 on I-75 South, exit 38. So you take the off-ramp and then then you go left, and you want to be in the right-hand lane because as you're going that direction, it will be to your right. We're going to leave there. We're going to take Highway 229. We're going to bypass Corbin. So you Corbin guys, if you didn't join up with us in London, let us know, and, and we'll pick you up somewhere on the side of the road. But at that point, we're taking scenic, lovely 25E, U.S. 25E, all the way into Middlesbrough. We would love to be in Middlesbrough before 3 o'clock. That way, you know, everybody can kind of go do their own thing. They can go explore, check out the hotels, wash their trucks, whatever. And then for showgoers only, at 6 o'clock, we will be having a little free cookout. It is a private party. This is not a public thing. It is literally for Revolution attendees only. So while you may want to tell your extended family that lives in Bell County that they can come too, they can't. No. Again, sorry not being a jerk. We're limited space. The food's coming out of mostly out of our pocket, although lovely Jonathan Butler's donating quite a bit as well. Yes. And bless him. And blah, 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 blah. Come and join some some, some hot dogs, some fixings, maybe some pop you know and i say pop intentionally i don't even like using that word he but does not g- generic soda. generic mountain dews of varying flavors <laughs> uh, and that's on us come join hang out eat a bite you know this is going to be a nice cheap weekend to go to and uh and then i guess that's really kind of it as far well, as the lcd involvement we well, got to no, cruise no. down
2: we've got the cookout well, what? What, what about the, what the hide and seek thing he was talking about you want to talk to that no no, okay, we'll talk no. about it at the thing then. The scavenger hunt,
1: how and you thing? We'll talk yeah. about that at the show. I okay. think we will literally mention that at the show. That's a good idea. Because that way nobody pre-looks. Yep, good. So. gotcha. Yeah. Cool, which I need to, if mm. you have time to even do that. No, I do, you just need Sh- any email to me. Uh, Jeremy don't know what we're talking about yet, do we? I don't know what you're talking it's good about. good stuff. Groovy, cool. <laughs> okay, and, uh, and that's kind of the LCD involvement, and if you want to come talk to us, you know, do it Friday night at the cookout, that's cool. We won't be doing a Saturday night thing. I, I Just because I'm running out of money. But, but, <laughs> but if you're there for the show on Friday night, come eat on us. Again, it is a private party. That is very important for us to state that. It is not anything public. Uh, it is for... Mini-truckers. Mini-truckers only. Yep. I hate That's to it. be like that, but limited space, limited food, it is for mini-truckers only. So, Billy Jean Clyde Travisdale... With your lifted seventy nine K five, and you have no idea why anybody put a two inch spindle on something unless it was a lift spindle. Then, then you know this <laughs> is were, probably not worked. your crowd. Yeah, and if, so. you,
2: if you're wearing a holster and you have a uh, people holster, bro, bro dozers, bro and dozers, and you think you're, there and now, you're going in there, now, you're now, now, going. now, now.
1: Now we're gonna make an asterisk for the super super nice bro dozers. They that, can park across the road because they wouldn't like to be called bro dozers anyway. There's, there's <laughs> a couple of the lifted truck guys with nice lifted trucks that aren't technically bro dozers, and those we, we can fly those. Those aren't
2: bro dozers. Bro dozers
1: are different. Okay, nice lifted trucks are one thing. We're totally fine with that. Well, yeah. actually, you know what's sad is space wise, I don't know if we can do. No, that. We, can't, we can't. We
2: can't fit any lifted trucks. You can park Ch- across the road. And walk yeah, across. yeah, yeah. Chances
1: uh-huh. are, if you uh, if your truck takes up more than one spot, and we have limited spots, we're looking like 15, 20 spots top, and I know that's nothing. But it's the best we can do. Yeah, And we need and, you know, most of that for people. So, uh, And we need most of that for people. We will not have seats or anything like that. So plan to sit in your tailgate or, or you know, bring camp stand chair. and stuff. Bring yeah, a yeah chair. that's fine. Bring a camper chair. We don't care about that. Yeah. And uh, the yard may be kind of soupy. That's Which the only thing about it because it has been raining all week. And the forecast, hey, I've looked at the forecast a few times. It's not that bad. Has it changed a, now? It's a coin flip. It has been bad, good, bad. And it's kind of, they don't have a clue right now because the hurricanes are stalling out. One of them's already been downgraded to a tropical storm. It is literally 50 50 right now. There's like, if you go to AccuWeather, which I feel is the most accurate, It's it's. It's less than 50%. We well, what's going to happen? Thunderstorms. It's
2: probably rain and then a dry real fast, and then we'll have a humidity
0: of like 100%. Oh, yeah, and it'll be Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be hot.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think it's going to be just like it has been all year. I think that uh, it's just, you'll be a few scattered showers and blow off real quick. No big deal. It's just, trust me, you know, Mother Nature always waits to like what would have been the H word weekend to really hit the rain hard. Well, that's no kidding. I th- i has mm-hmm. been raining like, so many times there. Um, anymore. the uh, For the people that join in on the cruise, there are now 25 stickers in existence, the special window stickers. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Jeremy his tonight. So there will be 24 by the time we meet up in Weisberg, and I will give those out to whoever makes a trip until they're gone. And I'm not planning on printing anymore. They're nothing for sale. It's just to commemorate that you, for some reason, were bored enough to make this trip with us. Yes. And and whoever does join in, we don't care if we leave Weisberg with three vehicles Thank you in advance for for being a part of this. We're so stoked to get a chance to roll down the highway, and to meet up with all you all and, and meet people we've never met before and cuss people we've known for years.
3: <laughs> I'm excited.
1: I'm excited yes. too. I'm I'm so excited too. And and I'm not going to run it for everybody. But the transition of this uh, this body drop truck sitting in our parking lot right now that Jeremy rolled up in, uh, you guys leaving Weisburg by day morning going to be blown away.
2: Oh yeah, it's going it's, to be blown away. It is not the same truck I posted
1: pictures of a couple of days ago. It does not look anything like it. <laughs> does not look anything. Anyway, is that about it? Are we missing anything? Nope, if, I think uh, I covered everything. Man. I think we've, we've kind of, yeah, we totally screwed Steve on this because we didn't call him or anything. Uh, I did tell him we weren't going to call him. And no, he, well, good. He gave a prepared statement, and I'm just going to read it. I don't feel like deciphering anything. This is, can you just, hold on.
2: Can you, can you just do it? No,
1: I'm no. not going to read it verbatim. It's good. Okay, okay. Um, from Steve, I asked him, is there anything you want to share with the audience since this is the last publication of us publication?"
2: Promotion? Are hey, we in public? What are you doing? What are you
1: kids doing over there? <laughs> Nothing. Y'all, y'all, Nada. Y'all, would you like to read a note to the class? <laughs> no. So, quote from Steve Tiller, the promoter of Revolution Anyone with any custom vehicle don't want to miss this show. With the small town behind us and welcoming everyone with open arms, they have made it clear that they actually want us there. The sky's limit is how big we can go. Let's show the town of Middlesbrough, Kentucky what mini truckers can do.
2: All right, cool. I'm down with that. Yeah, that means, guys, do not make this a one time only show by doing yeah. stupid shit. Yeah, Come yeah, yeah. Guys. yeah.
1: And, and if you're gonna do stupid shit, we're gonna kick one, you out of town ourselves. Well, I was gonna say number one, don't be drinking while you do it, you damn morons. Yeah. Um, and number two, make sure there's no cops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing. Hey, man, look, I'm not as hard as stupid shit as you are because I remember fondly people throwing couches off of I the mean, f- third floor deck at Riverside Towers during the nats and the 90s. Well, I don't give a shit what anyone does. <laughs> i gonna call I mean,
2: that's that's it. I mean, you know. I remember the, one of the
1: first First times Baggy Valley really started to grow. I was up at like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. I walked all the way down the strip, like all the way down the strip, like three miles or some stupid distance. And I was just checking out the hotels on the way. And, and I remember going to the host hotel at the time, which was the old Holiday Inn. I don't, it wasn't called Holiday Inn, but it was an old Holiday Inn, you could tell. And, and this was before uh, Bell had it. This was uh, when the kids from Knoxville, and I'm, and I'm blanking on their names, but just a, such a dichotomy and in, in differences of crowd – I remember going at 1 o'clock in the morning to the host hotel, and I was expecting just like debauchery,
0: you know, (laughs) topless girl dancing on a
1: flaming picnic table. That sounds about right. That That
0: honestly sounds about right, though. Sounds like to me you thought about Preak Show too much.
1: Well, I've been there, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The Nats used to be like that too, Jeremy, believe it or not. But anyway, literally I watched a guy pee off of the porch at the Riverside Towers onto a cop a standing cop. Oh, my God. Wow. Why would you do he, that? That's true. He got arrested immediately. He should have got arrested. Oh, I mean, we all outed him, and I hate to be like that, but we're all like, yeah, it's this idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah do Don't shut us down. It's this idiot. Yeah. We like this porch. But anyway, <laughs> that being said, so I walked to this host hotel, Maggie Valley, and like, people are playing cornhole and like, disc golf. like, what the hell happened? Am I this old? Yes. Come on, guys. Yes, that's, what, that's what
2: happens to us, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yay. They, they were all younger than me, too. That was good okay. Um, I think that's it. If we handled Revolution? And, and if you guys got any questions, look, please let us know if you're going to join. I know there's some Pikeville guys that are kind of mulling the decision of whether or not they want to join up. Reach out to us. Let us know so we can wait on you. If you're going to meet us up in Weisberg or Hazard, because I figured Pikeville guys may do one or the other, uh, just let us know. Yeah. And, and we'll see you guys on Friday. And we will be there as LCD Friday and Saturday. Do not be shy to come up and talk to us. We would love to get a chance to talk to you. You will see, hopefully, one of my trucks at the booth. <laughs> and you will see Jeremy's badass body drop truck at the booth. And if I, if he's listening, I'm calling him out. Hopefully, Jared Cheek's. Mazda body drop Mazda which has not been out in many years and I even have one more surprise so there's gonna be some rad stuff around the LCD booth you will find us because we're gonna be the idiots with the microphones oh absolutely <laughs> so are we good oh yeah we're good let's go home let's go home for my co-host Shay Mullins and my new temporary co-host Jeremy Dickerson
0: that's awesome
1: <laughs> I'm I'm LMC and you have wasted an hour and 46 minutes listening to the voice of the low life lowest common denominator podcast say good night guys I love Colts. <laughs> we know. <laughs> See y'all next
0: time. I reckon it looks like you've done wasted half an hour or more listening to the voice of the lowlife. <laughs> You're still in the spirit. Don't fret. Them boys will be back out of their hollers in just a week or two with the next part of this fine episode. Thank you for listening to the Lowest Common Denominator podcast with your hosts, Lee and Shay. See y'all next time.